three, two. Dragon dude, I said behave yourself already. Sorry. Knock it off. Come on. Uh, put your hentai collection away. This is not an appropriate place to share it with us. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the PNG Podcast, the most dysfunctional podcast on YouTube. Tonight we have a stellar cast on board, and uh, I'm pretty excited about it. We have a lot of returning guests, and one brand new guest who's never been on the PNG Podcast. A round of applause. Oh. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, so first, before we get into the show, let's introduce ourselves. Starting off with Rad Zero. Rad Zero, back another PNG podcast. Uh, very happy to be here. Uh, hello, everybody. Hi. <laughs> Future manager of Kyrie Sane. The Rad Zero Classic. The Rad Zero like Classic. Yourself, <laughs> uh, so I'm a YouTuber. I'm a huge wrestling fan, retro gamer. I game today's games as well. And I'm a huge collector. So I like to collect WWE action figures, anything wrestling, Nintendo, Sega, you name it. If you haven't already followed me on YouTube, Rad Zero. If you like wrestling and gaming content, come check me out. Awesome. Returning on the show, we have Josh. Hello, Josh. Hello, everybody. I have not been on here in a couple months, but uh, if you don't know me, you can catch me as well on another Day Space podcast, Living Room Clutter, where we have to focus on rhythm video games, and today I'm mostly realizing how behind I am on Nintendo Switch news. Well, we're here to inform you, Josh. That's what you do. So Josh is kind of like the outsider today. He's the outsider. He knows nothing about what, except for what we know, and we're going to tell him. And he's going to be like, oh, he's going to be that guy today. <laughs> so, Not entirely wrong. Also, um, back on the podcast, uh, PNG podcast legend, who's been on since episode one, Dragon Dude Collecting. Welcome back, Dragon Dude. Hi. So it's been about, what, four weeks since the last time you were on the show, or maybe five weeks. I like to say, uh, since then, have you found that missing hentai manga book that you always read on the podcast? <laughs> um, I honestly have no idea where it's gone. Um, you, had f- you had five weeks, Dragon Dude. Five you owe us another page. <laughs> Here. You left <laughs> under his mattress. <laughs> right uh, next to the white socks. I, I'm just, oh, you found oh, it. Oh, here we go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, so not not yet. It's not that part of the show yet. Uh, coming on the show, uh, another PNG podcast veteran. We have JD from Mushenspiel. Wait, why? I'm here. Yeah. Um, lots of retro gaming going on. Recently acquired a 3DO before moving oh, back to oh, nice. Which version? Uh, the console release version. So that was the yeah. Panasonic reel. Yes. Oh, nice. Yeah, you got to check out Escape from Monster Manor. That's the one I was talking about a couple of months ago (laughs) on this podcast. Yeah. Also, also debuting on the PNG podcast for the very first time, we have Adrian from Fighting Frogs Ultra. Welcome, Adrian. Hello. um, I'm Adrian. I'm a co-host on the Fighting Frogs Ultra Let's Play channel. Um, We do any kind of game really new old our first video like our first series was pac-man 2 for the super nintendo 
So, uh, oh, interesting title. Yeah, if you uh, <laughs> want to check out some some real pain and uh, you know self hate, go uh, go check us out. We uh, we hate ourselves for that game and uh, pretty much a lot of games we play. <sighs> it's also a real pleasure to to join. Awesome! Talking. I'm glad to finally have you on the show. Yeah, thanks. Uh, also, returning for I think what the first podcast you've been on in 2017 because I remember the last show you were on Abby was our very final show in 2016 I believe. So, I thought I was your- on one in 2017. I don't remember. I don't know when I've been here last. It was a long time ago. I think you were on the episode where we had the Ouija board mat in the background and. Maybe. Uh, I don't and, know. And the loaded gun and uh, the dog coming out of a Ouija board. I think you were on that one. No, I'm joking. Dragon is like, what the fuck? <laughs> All right, Abby, welcome to the podcast. It's been a long time. Tell us yes. about yourself. Yes. Yeah. I don't know you. Yes. Yes, it's been a long time. YouTube is garbage. <laughs> Strong opinions in this one. It's all right. It's all right. That's why I invited Abby because Abby has some very strong opinions. Perfect. Which is which is really good. That's what I need on this podcast: more people with strong opinions. Now, what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about various news segments uh, this week. Uh, most of the news seems to be from Nintendo, and we're also gonna talk about some controversial subjects later on in the show. But first, we're gonna start off with something retro gaming based. And I'm sure all of us here are fans of retro gaming to some extent. No. And that topic is... Okay, what is it? It's Street Fighter's 25th anniversary? 30th. Or is it, uh, 30th. 30th, anniversary. 30th anniversary, yes. Excuse me, I'm not the biggest Street Fighter fan in the world, but Ooh. what I will say is... What I know mention is that they're not making a Street Fighter triple X or 30th anniversary thing for obvious reasons. <laughs> I don't, I believe I don't, I don't get Fighter, it. Just please spell it out for me. <laughs> I think, I think you know very well what I'm hinting at, JD. I mean, if you have a dirty mind, you're just going to have to tell me, because I'm just too I think it's I, I think it's apparent ever since you brought up a uh, Hatful Boyfriend, so. <laughs> Who? Josh? Oh. I, that was, was that me? No, 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 that's not Josh. That's uh, such a geek. Uh, well, side note, that game Josh is on PlayStation Plus, so I have that now. He's talking about Cho Nikki. That's the game. Oh, yeah, yeah. The one with the dudes flying around. Okay, so we're not going to talk about that. We're talking about Street Fighter right now. And Street Fighter, essentially, uh, Capcom has decided to put out a special edition Reaper Kart on Super Nintendo. of super, I think it's Super Street Fighter 2 Hyper Fighting. That's the one that they're releasing. No, mistaken. it's the original Street Fighter 2. The World Warrior. Ooh. Oh, the World Warrior. Okay, so they're re-releasing it on a red cartridge. And also and, a glow-in-the-dark uh, green cartridge. Blanco cartridge. Thank you, Abby. Uh, a glow-in-the-dark green cartridge, and it will cost you upwards of $100. Keep in mind, I bought this exact same game, exact same ROM, exact same cartridge, except like it was a gray cart, for $5 at the flea market last year. But did you get it with a box? Because it is coming in a box. Well, guess what? Yeah, Even the Street Fighter 2 box. Even... Still, Street Fighter 2 in a box is not worth a lot of money. I mean, if you think about it. No, it's not. And $100. I'm like $100 for just essentially the exact same game. They don't even add anything to it. There's nothing nothing really tangible to own of it, except for the fact that this one's red. This one glows in the dark. There's only a certain amount of these. I feel like that's the hype. There uh, isn't any hype around it even. 
reason I wanted to talk about it was uh, the safety precautions and the and the, the warning label on Street Fighter 2. <laughs> oh, God, what does it say? What does it say? You know what? Let me load this up. Um, you guys can talk about the price if you want. What, it sounds like it's warning. May cause confusion among which, uh, as to which version you're actually playing because God knows there's like, what, three or four different versions of Street Fighter 2? What are you talking about? There's like 50. <laughs> That's Dude, why I said it may cause confusion. Quite a few. It just proves that Capcom is garbage. There's Street Fighter and right, guys, is slowly taking over, if not already have. <laughs> Alright guys, here it is, here it is. Warning! Use of the reproduction game cartridge, the product in brackets, on the Super NES gaming hardware may cause the Super Nintendo console to overheat and catch fire! Oh, screw the that. Super Nintendo... <laughs> <laughs> the Super Nintendo hardware is deemed a vintage collectible, so please exercise extreme caution when using the product, and make sure there is a extreme. fire extinguishment. Make sure there's a fire extreme. extinguisher nearby. Use of the product is at the sole risk of the user. So not only $100. What so the is it, So is, I guess the cartridge is strictly being sold to be used on a hypercan or something? Probably. If a Super Nintendo <laughs> might catch fire, a Hyperkin will explode into a million pieces. Uh, I think that I sounds know like a job for the slow mo guys. Okay. Now, obviously, obviously they're trying to cover their ass as best they can with this warning, but I can tell you why they did this. Uh, now, obviously, it seems very extreme when you read that. Like that's the first thing you see when you look at the warning label, but. Now, think of it, they can't really tell what condition your Super Nintendo is. Some people may have Super Nintendos with broken cables and full of dust. They're retrieving them from their attic, and they're like, let's play this new Street Fighter game. They put it in the Street Fighter game, electrical fire. You never know. You never know. And I think the thing is, Super Nintendos are now so old that Capcom really can't tell what quality your system is. You know, some of us may keep our game, game systems in good condition, but most probably don't, so Capcom can't predict that, so they have to do a warning label. Plus, I guess the plastic and the chips inside are all, you know, considered third-party technically, so it goes against Nintendo's warranty, if well, it's still active. <laughs> yeah. Well, the well, other thing, too, that I don't think people are accounting is that Capcom knows who this fucking thing is for. It's for the hardcore fighting game fans. It's not for the average Joe that's like, oh, I played... Street Fighter 2 20 years ago or 25 years ago. No, it's for the guys like Justin Wong and all these guys who fucking know how to play it online through other means and already have the other, I think there's at least seven different versions. So it's like, <laughs> nobody fucking wants this thing. Like Because I've seen all of the hardcore fighting game players go like, I already have five versions of this. I'm not paying $100 for a fucking red cart in a box. Kind of thing. Or a glow-in-the-dark. That was your Super Nintendo to catch it's fire. At the, it's because at the end of the day... Too, on top of the pre-order. <laughs> Listen, because with something like this, and the fact that they limited, they limited it to two per person instead of just one per person, you know that the majority of these are going to end up on the second-hand market. And they're going to be asking ridiculous prices for them, Scalpers. which some people might pay it, but the rest of them are probably going to end up in somebody's storage not selling and not being enjoyed. And that kind of sucks to think about it. But that's how it goes with, with uh, products like these that are either extremely limited releases or, or um, like an anniversary special thing. Like... 
some of them will make their way to a collector or to a gamer who's going to play it and enjoy it, but most of the times it's probably going to end up in somebody's storage waiting to be sold. Yeah, I mean, I, I wholeheartedly agree on that. I think what they could have done to make this worth it, at least for the price it is, I okay, Abby, you said you bought the new Street Fighter 2 on uh, the Switch, right? Yep. What a waste of money. Now, it's now it has all the extra characters. <laughs> it has, like, extra characters and extra, you know, just extra stuff in it, right? Yeah. Uh, what they could have done is they ported a, a downgraded version of that to that Reaper cart. So the extra characters uh, and all that. They just done, and that would have been worth it. But the thing is, that would revolve around extra work. And they didn't want to do that. They just put a straight up ROM from a 30-year-old game, put it on the cartridge, changed the color, and said, this is worth $100. That's essentially what they did. Yeah. Well, it's still better I, than the new release. I, I, I think they couldn't have done a... a... Uh, graphically downgraded version of that, considering Alpha 2 doesn't even run on the Super Nintendo that great, and so it's gonna be like, oh god, don't even try it. I mean, they didn't even fucking decide to do Super Street Fighter 2, which at least had 16 characters versus 8. And even Street Fighter 2 Turbo, which included the, the four Grand Masters of Shadowloo, which are basically the bosses for those of you who have never played Street Fighter 2. They didn't do that version. They did fucking World Warrior. So it was just like, God damn it, man. And I mean, so I, will say, version. I, I, I will say <laughs> oh, yeah. this about Ultra Street Fighter 2. It was worth more money than Street Fighter 5 at launch. <laughs> True. <laughs> Good to know. So whatever the all right. version of Street Fighter Five. I think so. Uh, Fighting Frogs. I want to know your opinion on this. Well, I don't really have an opinion on the on this new cart for Street Fighter Two. I mean, I on our channel we we did play one of those repro carts, but for that um for Retroism on Holy Night, the uh, the Demon Hunter, and I don't. That game was that game was honestly god awful, um, and it, it, that was also one of those kickstarted uh, repro cards that like for some game that um, that some of the old devs for SNK made, and I don't know like that game, it it wouldn't even work on my on our Retron Five, so we had to like figure out a way to like set up our capture card to work on on our on our Super Nintendo, which was just a headache. Um, but like I don't know, like it, the game ran really slow, so that's what I'm kind of nervous about. Like with this, so, you know, that's a pretty big price, a hundred dollars just for a game that I could go find for way less than that. I mean, what it just it just glows in the dark. That's it's just not it's not worth it. <laughs> yeah, because because even you can get a box copy of the Japanese version of Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter 2 Turbo, and Super Street Fighter 2 for maybe 60 bucks for all three of them. Probably even less than that. I've seen, I, I've seen for even, um, like, you can probably find them all together in one eBay listing for, like, $20, $30. I've never probably. seen all three of them complete in box for $30. I'll, I'll send you a link. Abby has steps. That's how Dragon Dude rolls. He has the deals. Yep. I always yeah, Dragon Dude has a horseshoe up his ass, I tell you. Especially when it comes to gaming deals. I mean, he found Stubbs the Zombie dollar Xbox game for $3 at the thrift shop. 
Give me a minute so I can tell you what else I got. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, so this is the segment of the show called What Did Dragon Dude Get? And believe me, every episode we do this because he always has something. <laughs> Fan Expo, I got Code Veronica for the uh, Dreamcast. Oh, nice. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. Did you I get... actually started playing that game recently. Yeah, you get good stuff. Uh, the English version, or did you get the Japanese uh, Code Veronica X version? I got the one with the language I understand. Ah. I mean, <laughs> Resident Evil... Here, here, here's the funny thing about Resident Evil. It wasn't in Japan. Resident Evil hasn't been in Japanese in terms of voiceover till about Resident Evil 6, I think. So you would have been able to understand it because you would have been able to figure out the buttons because everything yeah. else is in English. Yeah, it's like the only thing to deal with is the fact that the uh, buttons are inverted for uh, X and Circle. Uh, but otherwise, all the voice acting is in English with like Japanese subtitles. Yep. But yeah, this awesome. is what I got. That is Vice nice. Project Team. I believe that's uh, what that's like probably a fifty or sixty dollar NES game, yeah. or is that the sequel that's worth that much? Nope. I this one here. I think it's that one. I got it. Is it any good? <laughs> I heard it's okay. Yeah, I wouldn't pay that much for it. <laughs> I like it. It's well, acceptable. Well, uh, wait, what's it called again? Vice Project Doom, I think it's called? Yeah. Yo, so Vice Project Doom 2, that one's worth a lot of money. I think that one's like a $400 NES game or something crazy. It's mm. insane. So if you can find that one, good luck. But number one is still kind of up there. So uh, great find, Dragon Dude. Awesome find. Um, as an NES collector, I appreciate that. Don't nothing better than also, that, though. <laughs> Scatman John, do not bring that back. Skip it. Beat up, beat up, No. Hey, look. So, uh, it takes legitimate talent to every, scat. Not like that, time, though. Every time Dragon Dude brings that game out, I will sing that song to piss him off. Um, do you guys have anything else to add for the Street Fighter cart? Not yeah, really. Go buy Street Fighter, nope. like the original cartridge. Just go, go find it. So you mean Fighting Street on the Turbo Graphics? Yeah, great game. Yeah, head on down to Fighting Street. Not really. <laughs> yeah, no, don't cool. buy it. it <laughs> don't it, buy that game. It's so bad. It it's excruciatingly painful. All right, I think it's time to talk about Nintendo. Nintendo. Because we have it on. All oh, right, no, really? who here has seen Nintendo Direct? I have seen it, both that and the, and I watched the Japanese version too, just to see if there was any difference. What? And there's a couple differences. And I believe there was at least one that I know of. I was asleep. Right. <laughs> I miss right, everything. Josh, how about you? Uh, well, I was just uh, sort of checking the recaps on Twitter, and you know, it seems like that kind of thing where if you're a Nintendo fan, there were certainly some things you knew about and wanted to get more info on, and then also some stuff they hadn't announced before, so I'm sure we'll get into it in a, in a little bit, but it seems, uh, it seems Nintendo-y, if that is a word I may use. Nintendo-y? Awesome. Yeah. So, uh, Red, have you seen, Red, have you seen it? No, unfortunately I missed it today. I was looking forward to seeing it, but I just so many things to take care of before the podcast, so I just missed it. So I'm uh, hoping that you guys update me on this cast. All right, so you don't mind that we spoil stuff for you then? Or no, of course not. Go ahead. Okay. I, I want to be updated, so I'm looking forward to this. 
Oh, that's an accident. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, so my uh, for me the biggest surprise, but I actually predicted this at uh, the our E3 predictions podcast. We had RGT85 on the podcast. Uh, we talked with him, and we were talking about Bethesda and what they would announce at E3. My prediction was that they were going to announce a switch port of Doom and Wolfenstein. Podcast episode laughed at me and said, "Yeah, right." Basically, and guess what they announced today. No way. Wolfenstein 2. Doom, Doom, yeah. Doom and Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus, are coming to the Switch. Oh, yep. wow. One of them this time is not fucking around anymore. Are they, gonna, but are they being like individually released? Or is it yes. like... Uh, yes. Uh, Doom is coming out this holiday released. season. <laughs> Wolfenstein is coming out in 2018. Ooh. And you know, but with, but will it have the yet, creators? <laughs> I'm assuming they will. Physical copies? Though? Yeah, and uh, download only. so. And there will, it will also have the online multiplayer that the other two have, like the other systems have. Mm, online uh, multiplayer. Obviously, Doom's. Yeah, people hate that app. I mean, I'm not sure if you guys have actually used it yet, but I haven't. Improving. Oh, like the Switch app. Yeah, apparently it's garbage, and people most people hate it all around the board. So we'll, <laughs> we'll see how it goes later on in the year. Hopefully, uh, I'm sure it'll get better. But uh, I'm just hey, Fighting Frogs, welcome back. I am so sorry. My modem like died. Hey, oh, shit. we've all been there during the podcast. Oh god, it was that like everybody. I, I was I was so confused. I had to run out to my living room to see what the hell was going on. Find out like the modem just like killed itself. Oh. Oh no. Alright guys, it's time for a, the most. It's time for a moment of mourning because uh Fighting Frog's modem killed itself, so Moment of silence, you guys. Okay, long enough. Back. What? Yes. Oh, it's 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 back. It's alive again, you guys. All right, don't even worry about it. So yeah, for me, uh, I feel like the biggest surprise was that they announced Wolfenstein and Doom are coming to the Nintendo Switch. This is great because I absolutely adore the new Doom game. So playing it on the go is just gonna be awesome. I love that. Also, uh, Nintendo used the word Nazi in their presentation when they talked about Wolfenstein. You get to fight Nazis. Uh, I'm like, this is Nintendo. Really? This is a new Nintendo. <laughs> and then given another game that they announced is coming to the Switch, uh, it's a very interesting era for Nintendo and more yeah, than they, one. Uh, yeah, so the, the joke I saw online was sports, shooters, and a Square Enix RPG all coming to Nintendo platforms. What year is this? <laughs> <laughs> are we are we sure we're not? 1994. 1994. Yeah. Yeah. No, like that, this never happened at the same time because like Square already left Nintendo before they were known for first-person shooters on the N64. So there was never yeah, a time but, where they were known for all three. No, but they had like a, a port. They had ports of like uh, Wolfenstein on the Super Nintendo and and Doom. They were all oh, there, yeah, I guess. Yeah, uh, but Doom on that's Doom on the uh, Doom was on the N sixty four also, right? Yep. But the worst version of Doom, I swear. Like, if you've ever had a chance to play Doom on the Jaguar, it's unplayable. It's dark. <laughs> it's quiet. You, it's you the play. Jaguar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then again, who's playing the Jaguar? So. Hey. Then again, there are some good games on the Jaguar. I mean. Yeah, they should have played 3DO instead. Jeez. <laughs> Alien vs Predator, dude. 
That's such a great game. Which game? Alien vs. Predator on the Jaguar. Can't yeah, be but worse than the movie. Also, but then you also get games like White Men Can't Jump. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I'm glad you know about games like that. Oh, and how about, how about Kasumi Ninja? This one here has has a guy oh. wearing a kilt, and his attack is to lift up his kilt, and a fireball shoots out. Hey, I see they're also Choniki fans. Yeah. Even, uh, wasn't it Naughty Dog that made that game, or was that another game? That's that Way of the out? Warrior for the 3DO. Yeah. Don't worry. Oh. I'm completely different. I fight. have that game, too. <laughs> it happens, too. <laughs> I was like, I remember someone made that game. I can't remember. But it, well, yeah, I mean, I the, the Jaguar, uh, once you put in, like, the Jaguar uh, CD add-on and then you put a cartridge in on top as well, kind of looks like a weird toilet. Toilet. Yeah. Well, you know what they use? Um, you know there's, like, some dental equipment yeah. that they use? They, they use, like, old, the, discarded. Yeah, just the plastic, uh, like, the, the mold for the shell. They reused it to make, like, some kind of dental equipment to, like, um, Actually, I don't even know what it was exactly, but some kind of dental equipment. We actually uh, used the Atari Jaguar in our uh, in our welcome video to my channel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, because uh, for our welcome video, we actually reenacted um, a gay porn, and we used an Atari Jaguar. <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, if you think more explanation, please. More. Well, we just we just took out all the, um, you know, pretty much whenever in the video a guy was talking about their dick, we just made it so we were talking about the Atari Jaguar. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, and I'm gonna have to see this tomorrow. <laughs> please, please, please send a link to all of us for this. Like, there, there's a, a PNG put a link in the video I saw at the bottom. So okay. in the description, yeah, so every, everybody's channels in the description below. We are going to uh, so all go watch this later and like I I need to I need to see this right now but I'm not going to watch it right now. As the uh, kids Johnny. say that sounds like a try not to laugh challenge. What kids say that? I don't know, probably yeah. kids. <laughs> nobody <laughs> watches the nobody that watches this or that we know. All right. So um what surprised you uh with the reveal uh of the Nintendo Direct Abby? Um, in the North American one, I mean, obviously it was Doom and, uh, and Wolfenstein were definitely surprises, uh, for that. With the Japanese one, uh, Fantasy Star Online yep. 2. Ooh. That's gonna Oh, be you mean it's not coming out here? Probably not. And, um, also <laughs> apparently Mario Rabbids isn't out in Japan yet. It's not coming out till next year. What? Yeah. It's not coming out till, uh, January 18th. In Japan, fucking awesome! Right. We actually got something question. first, and it's not a—it's not a terrible game. Woo! Uh, say what you will about the game, but do you know actually anybody who likes the rabbits or finds them interesting or entertaining? That's the amazing thing about this game. No, no. It somehow makes uh, the rabbits tolerable rabbits? after like ten years. Yeah, the game. The, thing. the game seems like it's acceptable, but the rabbits on their own, like, no, thank you. Not like the rabbits. Hey guys, poor JD. Thank you guys. Oh, I no no. Nobody <laughs> should like the rabbits. No, like the rabbits they're ridiculous. I I mean I definitely don't like the rabbits. I don't think anybody on my team actually likes the rabbits either. I think but, I think it's like a million to one, JD. 
You know, it's funny. I didn't grow up with Rayman, but what I will say is, like, when I first saw the rabbits, I'm like, what the hell are those things? Oh, that's something to do with Rayman? I don't know Rayman, so... I still I just don't know the relationship. Rayman, and I like the rabbits. <laughs> like, how how do they factor into the Rayman universe? Because I'm still trying to figure that out. It's their time-traveling washing machine. God, don't you know anything about the rabbits? Yeah, there was like a, was like a Wii to... game. <laughs> Yeah, it's a Rayman's oh, wow. Raven. Time machine, and then they had a washing machine time machine. Cool. Yeah, all right. And it caused um, havoc in all different areas. How about <laughs> a time machine that's just a, a bathtub in a toaster instead? No, there's one thing I kind of want to be that one treehouse of horror. Oh, yeah, there's. Wasn't there like a, a treehouse of horror like yeah, episode? We can't all be Homer accidentally uh, getting sent back in time with the toaster. Yes. 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 And making so anyway, Nintendo Direct. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so for Nintendo Direct, I was saying, um, you know, they showed the 3DS games first, and then they showed the, sh- the show the Switch games. And uh, there was one uh, announcement that I wasn't expecting, and it was Mario Party. What it was it? Mario Party 100. Mario Party the top 100. Yeah. Top 100. And uh, my kind of issue with this game is, uh, now what I think of the Nintendo Switch, I think of it as a party system, right? You take the little Joy-Cons, you pass it to your friend, and you play some local multiplayer games. It's very easy to do so. And I think a game like that would benefit being played on the Switch. However, it is only being released for the 3DS. And there are a lot of people who own 3DSs, so I could see people still buying it. But I think this would... I, don't know, I think it'd be best to be played on the Switch, I guess. So I would like to see it come out on the Switch eventually. That just that's just what I've taken away from that game. It looks great, and uh, it has all the classics from like the first three games and more. So it's, well, yeah. it's Mario Party one, two to ten. It's not including the Island Tour one, or probably okay. any of the handheld version. Yeah, it's yeah. all ten Mario Party games on home consoles. Okay, cool. See, I can I can see why they would release something like that for the 3DS because it's not like a full game. It's just an experience of the game and like a sort of like celebration of the game. So I, I can see why they would release that on the 3DS. Uh, but yeah, like to have something like that that requires, not requires, but uh, um, it sort of calls for uh, cooperation with other people or uh, like of, of a, com- a competitive nature as well. It m- makes sense for something like that to be on the Switch. But my theory is that they're probably just going to use this uh, to sort of build into the next numbered release for home console. So it, it might be a Mario, Mario Party, Party 11. Party. Sorry. Mario Party Anniversary. Yeah, where it'll be like Mario Party 11, the anniversary game, or some some shit like that. Something like that. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. I can't remember the name of the game, but they announced there was a MOBA coming out on the Switch. Yeah. Yeah. That looks like trash. Is that the one that's uh, made by Tencent? No. Uh, Yeah, that's the one. Uh, It's not even worth 10 cents, actually. (laughs) uh, I can get into that later if you want. Arena of Valor. Yeah, it looks like trash. I mean, there's lots of MOBAs that are just, like, dead on arrival. Yep. (laughs) What was that one that came out, like, around the same time that... uh, (laughs) 
that uh, what was it? Overwatch when Overwatch came out. Oh, Battleborn. Yeah, Battleborn. Battleborn. Yes. Yeah. That, you know what? that that was dead on arrival. Yep. Like I could like, like it was. Mather plays that game. He actually loves that game. The thing is, it is a good game. The problem is bad timing. Yeah, just yeah. bad timing. It came out the same time period as Overwatch. So yeah. it never had a chance. Like, it just never had a chance. And that's what kind of sucks. If it came out a couple years before, maybe it would have done better, I think. Yeah, there's there's multiple factors that go into it. Like it's it's not necessarily something that was in like an inherent flaw in the game. It was the case for Battleborn was all about timing. But you do definitely see lots of MOBAs that try to piggyback off of other games. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Other times, if they do end up going free-to-play, there might be uh, some interest in it or something with like microtransactions and stuff like that. So who knows how it might go. Plus, the other problem yeah. with, with Battleborn was that it was a Gearbox game, and this is around the time that Gearbox was in heavy shit because they did... Um, Alien uh, Colonial Marines before that and Duke Nukem Forever so everyone's just kind of like fuck you Gearbox at that time and, and then Bulletstorm Full Clip Edition happened and all that stuff around that now yeah, was, yeah. No, no I remember being laughed, about, laughed at about this before but like this kind of goes along with the same lines as Wolfenstein and Doom now I was thinking what would it be like if they put a game that's popular like say Overwatch on the Switch and that, not exactly. I, I was just thinking that, like, okay, now there's no excuse for games like Overwatch and Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite to come over to the Switch, because if you can get fucking Wolfenstein 2 and anything. Doom to run on the Switch, you can get those to run on yeah, the Switch. The, you know, usually, the, usually the argument I see people make whenever I suggest Overwatch, like, that's ridiculous, a shooter on Nintendo? Like, what kind of argument is that? Like... It has the amount of buttons. It can play. It's more powerful than say the 360 and the PS3, you know. And it's just around as powerful as Xbox One, PS4, Overwatch. I mean, it can handle a game like that. The thing is, like, will people play it? Yes, absolutely, they fucking will. If it's portable, that's the only way to play Overwatch on the go. People will buy it. Overwatch isn't that intense of a game. I think that too. A hardcore system for it. Put it this way, Blizzard would print money if they put this thing on the Switch. I mean, they're already yeah, printing so money, PC, but this would yeah. just... So many PC gamers will buy a Switch after that happens. I mean, could you imagine they get all their practice on the go on airplanes and whatnot on... Could you imagine, like, Nintendo Amiibos working on MVC Infinite on the Switch? Oh, yeah. that'd be I mean, great. There you go. Nintendo, Capcom. Well, tons of, there are tons of PC gamers that are already buying the switch just because just because of all simply because of all the ports that are coming out for the simple fact that they're all portable like if you look at the newest street fighter for the switch that game actually is like one of the best selling street fighters of all time it's simply because it's portable and everybody bought yeah. the switch like just because you know you have all these great portable games and they had, you know, it was small, but a big launch title library, even for, like, those ports and such. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm thinking about something now with Marvel vs. Capcom. Imagine if they did release a Switch version, and they had that if you used specific Smash Bros. Amiibos, they gave you, like, specific movesets to apply to, to different characters in the game. Oh, that'd actually be kind of cool. 
that yeah. would be that would be amazing and would act like I mean I I, I don't know how the uh, market is for amiibos anymore if it's died down significantly. It has um, not. I it's think it's still, still not there. in Canada. It's died down significantly in the U.S. All right. So imagine something like that then reviving the sort of amiibo market. Imagine if it if it like makes it go crazy again, and then all of a sudden it's like secondhand market. Uh, everybody's asking a million dollars or some shit like that for uh, for all these old amiibos that have just been filling stores for months now. See, because I feel like if they do that, that could be like testing the waters for Smash 5 when they do make it on the Switch. Because if it goes over well with a game like Marvel vs. Capcom, that really can open up a whole bunch of possibilities for new movesets in Smash 5. Yeah. And like, even even for the next Smash, uh, Smash game, they need to do something. Uh, definitely if they want to maintain the sort of Amiibo brand... They need to have some more added functionality with the amiibo, uh, other than just uh, what was it again? It was like it was a uh, uh, keeping your like sort of customized character with his like specific like. Yeah, I think like you can make the custom move sets and transfer it between uh, 3ds and Wii U. Yeah. Um, no, the amiibo right. uh, functionality for Smash was that it became an AI. Uh, Oh yeah, and it would yeah, yeah, and it would level up and get harder, and you could get up to like level fifty, I think. And by level fifty, it's just like almost impossible to beat or something like that. Yeah, so you could just set up your amiibos to to fight each other in like a twenty minute round, and then they level up to like a million levels. You know, probably the biggest thing that surprised me. Well, not this week because it was kind of leaked last week. But uh, a certain game has been announced for the Switch, and I never thought this was going to happen. Now, put out a game a few years ago called L.A. Noir, one of the best games I've ever played, in my opinion. It's my personal favorite game Rockstar's ever put out. I love this game. It makes me feel like a real detective. It's fantastic. Now, I believe this was put out by Rockstar... Uh, no, Team Bondi, Sydney, Australia. And that studio was shut down uh, due to lack of funding and support from the Australian government. I think they were cracking hard on M-rated games. So if you were to buy this digitally, you can't. Yeah, you can't buy this digitally anymore. They, have, they discontinued it from Xbox 360 and the PS3 store. And also, if you bought it on a PC, it just doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of and, and this, is, this is only in Australia, right? Yeah, it's only yeah, in Australia. I, I figure, because I'm like, Actually, it's everywhere else is fine. Digitally, globally. No, because you can get it on Steam. Doesn't yeah. work though. Yeah, it does. Really? What yeah. The fuck. I don't yeah, know. Okay, so my PC friends at work, I'll tell you, don't fucking lie to me ever again, because you made me look stupid on my podcast. Maybe it wasn't working for them. Maybe it's something they did with their computer. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's like you know, like remember games of Windows Live when you buy a game, it's still in your, a lot I've of those. Never games actually still, use anything in there, so a lot I of those games know. are still on. A lot of those games are still for sale on Steam to this very day. And guess what? You download them, they don't fucking work. A lot of them still do work. Resident Evil Five still. No, works. of course, a lot of them still do. A lot of them still do, but a lot of them don't. And you know what? Uh, it's always a risk. It's always a risk. So L.A. Noir is one of those very tricky to license games. You know, I've always wanted a sequel for L.A. Noir, 
and it's always been difficult. So I never thought anything would be done with L.A. Noire in the future. I thought it was done. Also, considering the studio that made this game, you know, like uh, I think it was Team Buck. Yeah, they went. They have no money. They they closed their doors. So or L.A. Noire. I don't. I didn't think Rockstar would actually do anything further with the series, to be honest. And I thought it would just kind of go into <clears throat> history as a cult classic kind of thing. But no. Xbox One, PS4, a special VR version for the HTC Vive, and the Nintendo Switch, with all the DLC included, and I think a touchscreen mo mode where you can find all the evidence and whatnot. Yeah, the Switch also, I believe, has you know gyroscopic controls and some other stuff, but motion controls and apparently spe and apparently they announced special costumes because that's really a big deal nowadays. Yeah, I don't really care for that in L.A. Noir, to be honest. Me. But, like, here's the thing. Like, there's some interesting... Okay, here's the thing. It's Nintendo's always known as being the kid-friendly console, right? And now they're going to have Noir, three M-rated games on the Switch by yeah, but next year. I'm not sure if you guys have actually ever played L.A. Noir, but there's a homicide mission it, where there's... Just the there's attention to detail with the mocap and stuff and the, like, the, the lip sync in there is really neat. They're gonna have. All right, but like, here's here's the thing. You got racial slurs in this game. There's a homicide mission where you find a naked woman's dead body, and you can actually like pick up the arms just to see if there's evidence or whatnot. That will be on a Nintendo platform. Full gore, everything. So there's no been on a Nintendo platform, so they know what gore is. Yeah, but not to. I, I feel like uh, okay, Mortal Kombat X. Imagine that on the Switch. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, that'd yeah. be nice. Imagine the Amiibo stuff there. I'm sure people <laughs> would have a fit. Imagine the fatalities you could come up with with, like, uh, I don't know, Wario or Bowser. <laughs> they would never do that. They would never do that. No. I mean, it's kind of pushing it that they had, like, Nintendo-themed costumes for Bayonetta, but I, I doubt they'd actually have fatalities for Nintendo characters. So do you think they'll have L.A. Noir Amiibo? Like, dead body Amiibo? No, no. 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 <laughs> like, no I, just, I kind of feel like, you know, it should just unlock certain characters as, like, extras. Or, like, they're in the background, but they're dressed more in the period. You know, like, Mario wearing a trench coat or, I don't know, Sonic wearing a business suit for some reason. Yeah, guys, I just thought of the greatest Amiibo of all time. For L.A. Noir, the Black Dahlia Murderer. Yeah! Oh, no. <laughs> wow, what a horrible uh, night to have an amiibo. Wait, of the murderer or or of uh, <laughs> of the woman who was murdered? I Both. Why not all three? She's a, that's an accessory. Don't say all three. Amiibo. All three? <laughs> you that's a spoiler. That's a Why spoiler. Is it spoiler? Hey, it. I'm not even talking it's about it. It, it's like a It's like a 70 year old murder case. Like no, I'm, I'm not even. No, I'm I'm referring to the uh, the death metal band. Oh yeah. See? What? Yeah, exactly. There's a there's a death, death metal, metal band, band called the Black And I know this because they have good. a song in rock band called "What a Horrible Night to Have a Curse." And what are Which they is, like a three person band? No, I believe they were what five piece. Oh. Uh yeah, I, I think it was like. I, I, I don't Yo, five. I think I've seen so don't even spoiling stuff next time, Dragon Dude. What? I wasn't so, spoiling uh, anything. No, but it, it, shouldn't, I, it shouldn't be spoiling anything. I have a secret. So I have a secret old. for the next Nintendo Direct. Uh, I found out a little tidbit that uh, a certain game is being announced for uh, Nintendo Switch, and that game is going to come with an amiibo. Um, 
and it's the motion control classic, and that's a remaster of Billy the Wizard. <laughs> don't even lawsuits don't even know. Know. Now you're spoiling. Boo! Boo! So, who's excited uh, for arcade games? I am. Yes. So, what? What, what kind of arcade games? They're bringing back classic Nintendo arcade games. Mario Arcade, Donkey Kong. Where? Uh, they're bringing back Mike Dude, Tyson Arcade. Mario Versus. Wait, yeah, no to the Switch. have Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. No, there is no, going to be just the punch arcade out. version of Punch-Out. Just Punch-Out? The arcade version of Punch-Out. The arcade version of Punch-Out. So I would imagine that Donkey Kong is going to have that pie level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, like a bunch of the classics that, uh, like even like Mario versus Balloon Fight versus, those are being released on the digital stuff of the Switch. So you're mm. going to be able to get those. They're releasing them individually, I think. But yep. uh, I think the first one wise, comes out at the end of the month. Yep. On the 29th. Mario Brothers on the 27th. Ooh. Is it Mario Brothers or was it Super Mario Brothers? Mario Brothers. I'm looking Mario at a real Brothers. Stone article. The and then, and then there's also uh, versus Super Mario Brothers versus Balloon Fight versus Ice Climber versus Pinball and versus Clue Clue Land. Ooh, I like Clue Clue Land. That's a kind of a very uh, passed over game that most people don't talk about, but I liked Clue Clue Land. Yeah, that was like one of the like one of the original games that I had for the Nintendo growing up. Like, I love that game. Also, uh, there's an item in Cuckoo Land, and it's basically the rupee from Zelda. It's just they use the exact same sprite for the Zelda for Zelda later on when that was released. So, a little tidbit right there, a little uh, fun fact of uh, gaming history. Da, da, da. Yeah. There you go. The more you know. Also, so, the uh, uh, Zelda Champions Amiibos come out November 10th. Wait, oh, Zelda you're into that? Yeah. Hey, what? He is a champion, my friend. Don't go there. Don't. I'm the music well, guy. I have to. Will they keep fighting till the end? Will they keep fighting till the end? Okay, stop, please. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just uh, I'm encouraging his behavior. <laughs> Don't when I'm drinking water. You will all regret it. Why? Because I might spit the water uh, out. I didn't that time. I that mean, sounds cool. Like, okay, somebody say something really stupid or funny. Josh has some self-control, man. Self -control. We have no control. All. None at all. PNG gets that. Yeah, I got that one. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, you know, uh, if you guys didn't notice by now, everything Josh says is a lyric from a song or something. Okay, look, not everything. Okay, I've been Just trying to keep stuff on topic, too. All right, so... um. Anything else that you guys saw that was interesting from Nintendo Direct that you want to bring up? Xenoblade mm. 2 Collector's Edition looks really cool. What? What is that? Oh, yeah, what yeah. Was... There's a collection. Sound Selection CD, a special Metal Game case, and a nice, thick art book. Yeah, 220 pages and hard. Don't say nice and thick. For $100. THIC. <laughs> Street Fighter 2 Repro. Xenoblade 2 Collector's Edition, or Chronicles 2 Collector's Edition. Yeah. Uh, yeah. decisions. Chronicles 2 actually looks very, a lot more promising than what they showed at E3 and the previous Direct. Yep. Because now we, we know a little bit more. Uh, we clearly see a lot more that the uh, that the setting has and the atmosphere. Um, the game mechanics look very, very deep and very detailed. Uh, the characters, though, still look very bland and tropey. 
And the story, we still don't know much about it at all. And that's where my most of my fears still lie. But my hopes are rising with what we saw. So, so uh, Mario Odyssey, are you all excited for that one? Oh yeah, Mario Odyssey is going to be great. Uh, I'm waiting for, all, for more of the memes from when the game comes out. The game is super fun. Got to play the demo at Fan Expo. Uh, I hate you. I didn't even bother to go and play any demos at Fan Expo. Like I, That's pretty much all I, I did was just play demos of all the games. No, I, I spent like at least an hour just at the booth for Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> oh yeah, the That's the, a good uh, choice though. That's yeah, not, that's the, not in, bad. Insult in uh what was it? It was get insulted by an American and it was in No, Canada, it was, so it was, it really was get, they had get an apology from an American. Oh, that must have been Saturday. Whoa. I only went Friday, and it was, and it was get insulted by an American. <laughs> and the funny thing, too, is they had – so Cards Against Humanity is this, like, a card game where you get uh, one card that has either, like, a fill-in-the-blank uh, statement, something like that, and then you have to select what card to fill it in with. And they have these, like, uh, expansion packs, and one of them was called the Period Pack, <laughs> oh no! It came with a deck of cards, a, a deck of extra cards inside of a <laughs> uh, pad with uh -huh. a heart-shaped chocolate <laughs> on the inside. Oh, how nice! <laughs> that was a back-to-school themed one, I believe. That uh, also yeah, famous. they had a, a, a college pack that inside of it there was a, a pack of cards. On the outside, of the box looks like a like a, a penguin classics like novel. <laughs> And on the inside, there is a poster of two guys kissing. Cool. I don't know why. I don't know why, but interesting. Because enjoyed. it's Cards Against Humanity. They can do yeah, whatever they, they want. All sorts of stuff like that. They even sold like a box of like elephant poo. And um, yeah. what else and did they try to dig oh. a hole in the center of the earth? They sold a box of nothing. Like there literally nothing. That, there was one that literally pranked me really bad, and it was uh, the design pack. Now, when I bought the design pack of Cards Against Humanity, I was expecting graphic design or art-related cards. And Against Humanity cards with pictures on them. Yep. So there was one that said, uh, Cocksucker on it. <laughs> but it was a pig's dick out and a rooster's mouth around it. And just the <laughs> words in big letters, Cocksucker. So obviously, uh, if you're playing the game, someone's going to pick the card that they like most. Pick the one with the colored picture on it, with the illustration, like... I swear, isn't there one card where it's, like, a picture of Burt Reynolds in that one movie where he's wearing that ridiculous uh, outfit and he has the ponytail? No, that's not Deliverance. I, I don't think that's... I'm, Burt I read uh, at a PAX ponytail. two years ago. Um, cards against... Oh, hello? Yep. yep. I was, like, really laggy on my end. I thought somebody was talking. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. The, at PAX two years ago, there was like um, Cards Against Humanity was giving away, like, uh, if you they had exclusive cards, but to get to the card, you had to eat a popsicle, and the card <laughs> was inside of the popsicle, and like what? Yeah. So um, one of the oh, like, I remember. Rolled off, I guess. Or... Yeah. It the was like it yeah. Or... It was the card was actually like uh, it's a, it was a huge popsicle like the size of your face. And 
Yeah, because they, they had to fit, like, there was a pack of cards on the inside, so the cards weren't ruined because they were, you know, they were sealed. But, like, the actual flavors of the of the popsicles were pretty funny because I think one of them was, like, period blood cherry, and then the other one was, like, like earth-shattering orange or some bullshit like that. See, I just grab the popsicle, throw it to the ground, and take the pack of cards. <laughs> Dragon dude, that's no fun. Yeah, I ruin fun all the time. It's it's a special skill I have. <laughs> all right, all right. Now let's back let's back to the main topic, and that's Nintendo Direct. Is there anything else you guys want to add from Nintendo Direct? Is there anything that you think can, we missed? Can 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 I go on a small rant about about the direct? Uh, yep, absolutely. Okay, so. Nintendo needs to fuck off with this one. Okay, <laughs> they, they, okay, here's why they need to fuck off. Salty, salty, salty. All right, all right, they showed, on. they showed the in, they showed a couple indie games, and it's like, hey, assholes, you did this fucking five days ago. Why are you bringing up the shitty Mexican shooter game and the other what? two indie titles? There's a, there's a shooter game where like. Um, I, I forget what it's actually called, but you know the special oh, death mask that, painting and stuff? That game looks awesome. Oh, Guacamelee? No, 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 no. It's not Lucha. It's like a death mask where, like, they. it's a very specific skeleton oh, on the face uh, and stuff. I mean, Wasn't it like, like Morphers or something like that? Yeah, and, like, they showed this last week at Nintendies, and then they show it again here, and it's like... Hey, assholes, you just showed us this. Why the fuck are you showing it to us again, you fucking morons? Because right. not everybody watches Nintendies like me and needs... It's good to have it in multiple places. What's Nintendies? I'll tell you this, Abby. Exactly, what the hell is Nintendies? Nintendies. I I'm even hurrying. It sounds like Undies, but with Nintendo. It's the Nintendo <laughs> indie titles. It's where they announced the new um, No More Heroes and the game that I just ranted about and stuff like that. And it's just like, oh yeah, New Heroes, Heroes Three. Yeah, what? I'm I'm kind of excited for that. Not gonna lie, I I usually want to play that. Even if it's a if even if it's a piece of garbage, I want to play that. <laughs> Comes I out mean, next I, year. I I didn't know about the Nintendies, and actually there was an Nintendies event hosted here in Seattle. Like twenty yeah. minutes away from my apartment, <laughs> I didn't even it know what was going on. It, it was during their PAX weekend kind of deal. It was yeah, like, I, I I saw I saw that online <clears throat> and I heard about it at PAX, but like I didn't even know that it was going on because there was no coverage on it before. It was just you know? literally a fifty-five minute presentation on indie games that are coming to the Switch. Oh, cool! Good for yeah. Nintendo. Yeah. That well, then that means these new games that they announced will probably get multiple to look at that. Mm. I just kind of found it. I feel like more people will have exposed on a bigger screen. What? I feel like more people will have by bringing them onto a bigger audience. And I think that's coming. Is there something here and there that they think have some potential to get on a bigger audience? Of, uh, um, Mexican game, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, are any title that they're not necessarily familiar with? Now, it's hardcore a, gamers like you and uh, JD, who are into this kind of stuff, these okay, average aren't gonna look. Most people don't, on average, care. In, in the, uh, Is you know, you're breaking up a bit? Yeah. 
Yeah, we we can barely hear you because you're breaking up so bad. Oh, I thought that was on my end. Okay. Uh, yeah. that's, that's all him. Oh, shit. He probably has okay, Roger's let's... internet. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Even my, my internet was, like, I, I completely disconnected for a minute there. So they uh, they say, they had a lot of uh, announcing announcements over Project Octopath. Yeah, which is nice. Which is uh, Square Enix exclusive game made for the Switch, and the title's still pending. But now we actually know what Project Octopath means, and it means yeah. you can choose between eight heroes on an adventure of their own in the same little universe. That's what I'm kind of gathering from the demo, because the demo came out right after the Direct. Yeah, and we hadn't seen anything on the game since the announcement of the Switch back in January. Right, so yeah. the, the demo, you get to choose between a fallen king who's out in the mountains hanging out, and then a... Uh, girl whose dad died by this evil organization and now she's a prostitute trying to find her killers so i was like i'm yeah. gonna be, i'm gonna be the slutty girl <laughs> i thought it was a knight not a king king knight whatever his king his kingdom's fallen he's out hey, the hey king knight's the third shovel knight thing there's a difference <laughs> no but that also people hanging out in the mountains all sad <laughs> yeah. yeah for some reason i thought octopath was like another like platoon nod you know Octopus? No, it's a play on the yeah. fact that Oct means eight. Octo is eight, yeah. So eight King's different Knight warriors. Is actually an old Square Enix game. <laughs> it's, it's really cool. I've played the first 30 minutes of uh, The Woman's Path, and it's it's the story is very interesting. And it's nice. in the same realm of Bravely Default. So Yeah, because it's of, the same team. Yeah, if you're a fan of that game, oh, nice. then this is going to be right up your alley. The, the, the visuals, the sprites... And the uh, the music are are really good. Haven't gotten much into the gameplay yet, but uh, each character has their own unique trait. So the the uh, the prostitute can woo people into following her. Woohoo! And the yeah. and, and the, the knight, knight can uh... you can just duel people in the streets. Yeah. <laughs> so if anybody's in your way, and, or you want to go check something out, and there's some asshole in front of you, you can be like duel, murder, move on. <laughs> I want to go in that building and loot that house. I challenge you to a duel. I don't want it. Whack! <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of... Uh, I remember... Fable is... Whatever the hell you wanted to the civilians. Like They would have a list of emotions or different... That's kind of what it reminds me of. You could either shake the civilian's hand, ask them for directions, or fart in their face. It's appropriation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like how in what is is there the option in Undertale where it's like you can either uh, kill the enemy or like befriend yeah. them. Have you yeah. not played Undertale? Mode. No, I'm I've not yeah. played at all. Have you? Well, the thing is, so, get on that. The thing is, if you kill somebody in Undertale, you completely ruin the game. No. Yeah, you got to choose one or the other. Don't kill anybody. Or kill everybody because they have completely two different endings. Uh, all I can say is if you kill, it's really hard. I wouldn't do that. It's really hard if you kill everybody. I would do it. Yeah, I think you cut off for a second. Maybe. I heard you say do it. 
<laughs> do oh, it. do it. Yeah. There's also do now it. a physical copy on PS4 if you go through that website where you can get Bloodstained uh, as a physical copy. What? Oh, really? Okay, send me a link to this because, like, I'm waiting for Bloodstained like, download to download only. I don't bother to play them. Uh, you need to play Undertale, Dragon Dude. If I can find a physical copy of it, I will. Give me two seconds, I'm grabbing the link. I don't give a fuck what kind of media you find it on. Digital or physical, you need to play it now. There's also a collector's edition. It's about it's about 25 bucks uh, US. You can either get it on Vita, PS4, or PC. Ooh. Bloodstained? No, uh, Undertale. 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 Oh, Undertale, yeah. Get it on Vita. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it would be best on Vita. Actually, it's best. I would think it would be best on PC because I can't actually. I can't really explain it for spoiling the game, to be honest. Uh, if once you play it, it'll start to make sense. It's because I don't That's have it. And uh, yeah, like no, like I, I can't explain it. What are you on right now? Spoil. I'm on huh? a Mac. I'm on a Mac. I'm pretty sure I'm on a Mac, and I'm on a PC. I'm pretty sure it is too. I'm just double checking this right now. Yeah, well, I don't really like playing games on my computer because even just browsing Facebook on my computer is yeah intensive on it. I I have a Mac from like six years ago. I know how that feels. Yeah, mine's from 2012, and uh, it hasn't been good since 2012. It does run on a Mac, by the way. Uh, even yeah, if it no. runs, it probably will run well on mine. <laughs> Awesome. Never know. So I um, see here it's sixty four dollars. I might get a collector's it. edition of Undertale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now let's talk about uh, Nintendo. They're apparently selling the mini NES again. Yeah, in twenty eighteen. After the SNES classic is already gone again. Well, the SNES, apparently, the SNES Classic is apparently upping its production because of this re-release. Also, apparently, the Famicom or Super Famicom Mini is coming out in three days because that was also on the Japanese Direct. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Well, the uh, Super Nintendo Mini comes out like what next week? I, I thought it was, isn't it the 29th or something the like that? The two weeks or so. I thought it was like the twenty second or something. I'm probably wrong about that. I, I've I've messed up on the release dates of lots of games and lots of things lately. Like I even completely forgot that uh, uh, Metroid uh, Samus Returns comes out on Which Friday. Which has been getting pretty good reviews. Yeah. You know what? That's something I wanted to bring up. Even though the it's the fact that they showcased that at the Nintendo Direct. It's coming out in like two, two days. days. Nintendo Direct. Yeah, we've already seen tons of gameplay footage of it and coverage. Why do you need to show it again at Nintendo Direct when people? Just, just to remind you that we still they still care about uh, the Metroid franchise. Yeah, well, again, they showed they, they showed Pockin at it, and Pockin comes out next Friday. So you know, they showed a bunch oh, of oh, 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 who here is excited for Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. Excited, because they could show more. Uh, they could explain more about that core game that's supposed to be on the Switch at some point. But where's the fun in that? Uh, well, they, well, they, they might they not have anything like, ready yet. I know. They just started development when they announced. Probably it. right when they announced, they announced it. Yeah. No, that's when they started um, it. 
So yeah. they confirmed that there this, will be a core series Pokemon. There will be on the Switch. Yeah. yeah. Oh, damn. Maybe they're saving yeah, they the core, Maybe they're saving the core Pokemon thing for TGS, which is also next week. That makes more sense. I, I think they're gonna. I think it's. I think you're gonna have to wait a lot longer still, because uh, honestly, they only just announced it. Well, this just no. kind of came in. Can you guys hear me? Uh, yeah, uh, just, yeah, okay. you're kind of choppy here and there. So this just came in. Like, as far as news is concerned, the creator, like Pokemon, the owner of Pokemon Company, thought the Switch was gonna be a complete failure. He actually said this last week, and he said, "You know what? I don't really care for it. I don't want to make games for it." Up until I think a couple weeks after the Switch was out and he saw what a success it was, then he's like, you know what? Maybe we could put a core Pokemon game on there. So they're a little bit late to the party, the Pokemon company, because they predicted the Switch would fail and bomb like crazy. So what do they think of the Wii U exactly? And the Wii? Well, considering the president <laughs> of Nintendo thought the Switch or the Wii U was a failure and was going to be a failure, it was probably the same thing. I mean, also the Wii didn't fail. The Wii is the number, like the best-selling console, well, like of all time. You know what I mean? The Wii U didn't really get much of a chance to show what it could do because there were some good things about it. Well, yeah. it's because Nintendo didn't Look. put any effort in letting anybody know it even existed. Mm. Yeah, like they 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 were shopping around the the Wii U at different conventions and 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 shows and stuff for like what two years, and everybody's like, eh, whatever. I didn't. I didn't even know what a Wii U was until about a year and a half after it was released. Really? Yeah. Me too. I swear. Like, okay, so it came out. It came out 2011 or 2012. 2012. 2012. Oh, then I found out a lot later than I thought. I found out like two I years swear after. I I heard like I, I I had been hearing things about the Wii U since like 2010 or or something like that. Yeah. And so Wii U. I just thought it was some stupid tablet that you plug into your Wii. And yeah, that's, that's what, that's all, that's what a lot of customers thought. That's what so because... many people thought because they didn't differentiate it enough. They didn't like even even. I didn't know what it was until two years later when someone said, "Oh, for the Wii U." I'm like, "What is this Wii U thing?" And I remember I watched the Review Tech USA video talking about the Wii U, how it's a failure, and I'm like, "Oh, system! It's actually yeah." To get, like, I didn't. I had no idea, and I'm a gamer, and I and I didn't know. One of, so one of the weird things. <laughs> one of the weird things about the Wii U was when they announced the Wii U, they just showed the at E3, they just showed the tablet and it was like there was no console. So even there was a bit of confusion there. And I mean, I got a Wii U 6 months after it came out and it was like, okay, yeah, and there was a couple and there was a lot of games there, but you're still kind of optimistic and then it it, it was just kind of weird. I mean, it it for a long time it had more million uh, unit sellers than the than the Xbox One had, which is no longer the case now, obviously. But it it just did not sell well, and I kept hearing like there was no advertisements or anything. By that time, I never had cable, so I've never so I didn't know about that. So yeah, the Wii U is kind of a mess. Still better than the Xbox yeah, One. So yes, it is still better than the Xbox no. One. Awesome. Don't encourage him. <laughs> no, I will encourage him because the Xbox One is a pile of sh because Microsoft okay. doesn't. PNG fan Xbox. JD, I'll give you this. I don't give a fuck about the Xbox Scorpio. They just updated the Xbox One dashboard, and I think it's garbage. 
What the hell are you guys doing, Microsoft? Honestly, I've supported you for the years. I love your console. I like your games. But stop making stupid decisions, okay? Because the Xbox is slowly going to become a computer, basically. I mean, that's what the One X sort of is. Josh, I kind of don't... I don't mind if they do it well and they execute it perfectly and it made it good for the customers, but you know what? Stop making such technical issues. Make sure there's games on it and make sure it's worthwhile. There won't be any games on it. Yeah. Because they'll all and be PC crossplay. Yeah. At, at well, Fan Expo, of all three companies having a booth, PlayStation was massive. As they usually Nintendo are. Nintendo was, was big yet again, especially with the, the massive line for Odyssey. And then Xbox over over in the back, like not even where people were going, only had Assassin's Creed Origins going on. No, thank which, you. Which I played, but I was curious about some other games like Sea of Thieves, but all they had was a little poster that said Sea of Thieves. That was it. You know what? They had a missed opportunity. Wait, no. No, I... Well, they had a missed opportunity to demo Cuphead there, which it's only, what, one or two more weeks? Wait, um, when was yeah. when was Fan Expo? This past when? weekend. Oh, two, uh, really? it was the last it was the last weekend of August, the like leading into September. It was okay. Labor Day weekend. Because at, at PAX, first. the Xbox booth was actually pretty big. Um they, That's PAX they, though. Yeah, yeah, and Microsoft's headquarters is in Seattle, so it's not like they have to drag anything there really. Yeah. Well, Okay, yeah. I I don't even know what Fan Expo is, but like, yeah, it's sort of like Toronto's Comic Con, sort of. Yeah, well, it's the second largest comic book convention in all of North America, behind San Diego Comic Con. Hey, that's an accomplishment! It's Yay, massive. Toronto. It's huge. It's, it's gotten so big you don't want to go on Saturday anymore. Uh, it's oh, like you go to you go to line up for a panel on Friday specifically. You go to line up for a panel and it goes. All the way around the convention center, out onto the street, down and around the entire block, and then up and through then the hotel. You, oh, too many and then you open the door line and get out of here. <laughs> you know what? It's, uh, it's crazy. I'm gonna have to side with you on this. Uh, I've been heavily disappointed with Microsoft, what Microsoft has been doing these past few uh, weeks. Or past as few it months. should be. And honestly, look, as a gamer, as a consumer, as a fan of gaming in general, like there are some things I like about it, but now there's a lot of things that they're doing that are making me scratch my head. I kind of saw the potential of the Scorpio as like a luxury item just be there on the side, but at the same time, if you're going to heavily promote something, make sure you do it well. Make sure people know that the games are going to be kick-ass on it. Make sure they have know that there's going to be something new to be released with that Scorpio unit. Make sure you promote it heavily. Make sure people are interested. And all you get is super lucky tales. <laughs> no, and I actually want to play that game. I do is, too, I but that's like the only fucking game there is that Microsoft announced at their press conference. <laughs> that's aside from the lucky point. tales. Okay? That's aside from the point. The, the only Xbox is, game I'd want is Cuphead, but I bought yeah, it for PC. Yeah, yeah I want it now. Same. I want it now. That's aside from the point. The point is, I have my Xbox One basic right now. I can play Cuphead, and I can play Super Lucky Set when those come out, and I'll be happy to play those games. I'm okay with that. I don't need to buy Scorpio to play those. And don't. that's the thing is. Then that's fine. Don't. Buy it, which is fine. But the thing is, they just did this stupid new dashboard update where you can kind of customize where everything is laid out. You can decorate your own uh, system layout. It looks like shit now. 
And there's only so much customization you can do, and it's honestly a step backward. You well, want that's Microsoft like for the you. The layout that most people have probably reverted back to the old one already. Oh, the new YouTube layout can suck my dick. I hate it. <laughs> that's why you reverted back to the old one. Thank God they at least gave us the option to do that. No. Okay, also, Google, what the hell is wrong with you guys? Democratizing <laughs> all my friends' videos who don't have anything bad on their website. Yeah, I had, I had no, that sounds like a perfect lead-in for something. You know, Look, my friend Tester, who's been on YouTube for 10-plus years now, has had over 90 of his videos demonetized, none of which are violating your terms of service. So I want to know, YouTube, why do you do these things? Uh, Wait, because Google is ran by you-know-who. JKB, for example, had, I think, over 100 of his videos demonetized last week. Wow. What? A lot of people are getting... A lot of the bigger tier YouTubers, people between, like, say, 20,000 to maybe 200,000 videos, are getting a huge portion of their videos demonetized, you know? And if you're doing YouTube as a career, you know... As of right now, I kind of don't give a fuck. Honestly, I'm just doing this for fun now because I'm thinking, I'm seeing what people in the future, you know, people with successful channels are going through right now. And I'm like, damn. That's why you move to uh, uh, VidMe or you get a I Patreon or you get the donations going. See, I had, I had one of you that got demonetized and then it's, it, it's fine again now. Like... I don't know what I did to have it like demonetized, but it it's it's back again, so all's good. Yeah, but you know, I've, I'm seeing YouTubers left and right quitting now, absolutely quitting. And the thing is, people are working hard for their channels to entertain you. Kind of like a slap to the face, you know. I'm, I mean, there are people on YouTube who are posting like ISIS beheading videos and shit. I understand Ooh. blocking that stuff. I don't really see that shit in my subscription feed. Not that I'd be subscribed to that anyways. <laughs> but, dark, dark. Wow. Very dark but, moment today. I'm like, oh, this is my video of my dog. Demonetize. Why? You know, like, there are people with innocent videos like that being demonetized. Because there was a poster of a Fox movie in the background. That's why. Oh, man. Mm. Okay, so now, speaking of YouTube controversies, the other topic I about. Hold on, hold on. Before we get into YouTube controversies, can I just want to add one more thing about Nintendo? Absolutely. Okay, so there have been a lot of games being announced recently that are being on Vita and PS4, but not Switch. The, um, uh, fuck, I just... Uh, Secret of Mana remake is not coming oh, yeah. to the Switch. Uh, yeah, Yeez, I saw that. Yeez 8 is not coming to the Switch. Yeez oh, 7 is not bad. coming to the Switch. Resident Evil. Jesus. Um, yeah. Ye I've never played Yeez game. I would, this would have been my time to play it. Why yeah. not, guys? Put it on the Switch. Yeah. Um, also, Resident Evil 7 is not on the Switch yet, and Capcom specifically okay. went to Nintendo. That's, and a you make this that's a big missed opportunity that 7 is not on the Switch yet. Yeah. Because with Resident Evil 7, Capcom went, hey, can you make our engine run on your system? So Nintendo upgraded the RAM and everything to make it run on the system. So there's no excuse that the gold edition is not coming to the switch 
And I'm just noticing that a lot of these games that are coming to Vita should be coming to Switch because the Switch is more powerful than the, than the Vita. If the game can run on a fucking Vita, it should be able to run on a Switch. Make it happen here. Like it just yeah, I wholeheartedly the Vita's like the potato of the of the current uh, gaming market. If it can run on a Vita, it should be on everything. Also, Persona Five, which can run on run on a PS3, yeah, should also be coming to the, to the Switch. Uh, I believe Sony has exclusive rights on the numbered sequels for yeah. the Persona franchise. Oh, well, maybe so, an arena game or something. Only spin-offs can come to non-Sony systems. Yeah, and the last one we had was uh, Persona, Persona Q, Q, right? Yes. Yeah, so, like, Persona 4 or 5, those are never going to be on non-PlayStation games, like, systems. It's not going to happen. Um, but, yeah, like, I, I agree with you. Uh, and, and that infuriates me, like... Uh, just to find out, like, uh, a great game that I've always wanted to try. See, as a Microsoft and Nintendo gamer, there are some games that I have missed out on, but I would still like to play. Eve is one of those. Before, I never really had an opportunity to. By releasing it on the Switch, it may make me entice to try it out for the first time. It's never really... And, like. And now you showed up a person who potentially wanted to play your game. Go. Yeah. YouTube yeah. controversies. So earlier this year, PewDiePie, who's our right now the most subscribed to YouTuber on the channel, has um, earlier this year he's got into some controversies. Now there was a website called Fiverr, and what Fiverr was is like it's a website where you can pay people five dollars, and they do whatever it is you say. They don't get the money. PewDiePie, see. Outrageous things to see if people would actually do these things in the context that this website is so stupid and so crazy that people would do anything. I can't believe that people would do these things. Essentially, he got some people to say some inflammatory stuff. Wall Street Journal saw that and they put a basically a slanderous article about PewDiePie and did a lot of YouTubers in a negative image, mainly of him as the main guy. Now, the guy, I, I personally think that that was a slanderous thing. But the thing is, the media kind of has a negative eye on PewDiePie right now, and mainstream YouTubers uh, tend to be a lot of the time because they, they what, what PewDiePie does is like he's since he's the number one YouTuber right now as far as views and subscribers are concerned. YouTube, who's viewing YouTubers, are looking at him and his actions don't want to be associated with that kind of thing you know like they want to be they want youtube to thrive and succeed and do well but the thing is when you have the number one youtuber doing edgy things and the negative light for others but even still it's it's a tricky situation so last weekend players unknown battlegrounds it's going nice except that pewdiepie was getting his ass kicked and let out a few bad words and then he accidentally dropped the N-word with the hard R. Pulled back, not that N-word. That's, that's, that's another bad word. But uh, no, he, he called someone a nerd, didn't he? <laughs> yes. No, he, no, he, he called, called him, he called him a neighbor. A neighbor with a oh. hard R? Josh, you, you made my heart stop for a second. I thought you neighbor. actually said <laughs> No, of course <laughs> not. I have more class than that. Neighbor? What? Guys, <laughs> come on. 
he, he was clearly singing the Mr. Rogers Neighborhood theme song. The last thing I need is the Wall Street Journal to slander all of us, okay? So stop it. <laughs> We're not normal. <laughs> we have nothing to worry about. You're talking to the it's guy that reenacted a gay porn. All I heard was gay porn again. <laughs> I said, way, it's like that line from Goon. If you're so much as raise your arm, Wall Street Journal will take a clip of your video and say, look, you guys, they did the Nazi salute. Josh, how dare you do the Nazi salute? I, I raised my hand to ask a question. <laughs> yes? Sure. Should I play okay. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds? Apparently no. it's amazing. The player should stay unknown. Okay, thank you. Wait, no? I have a strong opinion that the game is one of the most overrated things I've ever played in my life. Thank you. <laughs> I just hear about right. it like, oh, it looks like another one of those Unity Engine type things. It looks kind of like fun, but I'm glad you guys are kind of telling me more about it. Because I'm never really... I'm like, what is this player-unknown battlegrounds I keep hearing about? Yeah, the nickname is PUBG or PUBG. PUBG. Oh, shit. Because <laughs> that rolls off the tongue really well. No. Yeah, pu yeah, PUBG, player-unknown battlegrounds. It's... A battle royale game, the it's really hitting a market where people are going nuts for that kind of game. My main issue with it is it looks like shit. The controls are at least tight, so the gameplay's there, but it looks so bad and there's so many glitches that the game's not it the game when the game is more fun to screw with people than to actually play it, there I have a major issue with games like that. Alright, so I want to talk about the actual issue here. Is now PewDiePie accidentally dropped the N-word. Now the controversy is the fact that a lot of people are saying, well, he's a complete racist for doing this. Some people are saying it was an accident, let it go. I I, I kind of have mixed spots on this. To be honest, uh, you could like there are some people who advocate for free speech and say words are just words, you know, but and then there's some people who say, you know, context behind the word. For me, at least that word, you shouldn't use it. And that's that's just my opinion. Uh, not because I'm saying you can't say words. I'm just saying like there's a lot of negative context to that particular word. Well, here's the other thing. Here, here's what I've noticed, and I saw as a, a part of his apology video through another YouTuber, and it's like shit slips out sometimes. We've all <laughs> like words have slipped. Uh, dragon dude. I, I think, <laughs> that way. I, and, and I think. Like, all of us have, have slipped up. When I was, like, six, I accidentally said fuck when I didn't mean to and stuff oh, like I that. Three, I told the nurse to go fuck herself when I got a needle. Like, <laughs> okay, I didn't I was, do that. This has been badass things we said when we were kids. When I was five, uh, I had a temper tantrum once. I threw something and I yelled fucking Jesus at the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much it's like, that was the first instance of Billy the Wizard's existence. I had no idea what the F word meant at the time the, either. I just heard it by a classmate, I guess. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. The con the yeah, go on, Abby. So, so, you know, like, people say wrong stuff in the heat of the moment, and they don't realize it till it's too late, and then they're like, oh, shit. And then they, you know, they hopefully they realize their mistake, and they apologize for it, and they move on, and hopefully things don't go crazy, but this is the age of Sarkeesian. So take that for what that's worth. You know the sad part? Sarkeesian defended him in this instance. Ooh, of course she would. No! 
completely not what she would do in most cases. No, because it, it it's just so she who no the entire the entire situation is so stupid that of course she would freaking I, I should explain myself better, but it it it's stupid. And I feel like like yes, it sounds like something stupid that she would. I do. I think we should answer uh, JD's question. Anita Sarkeesian. Uh... She runs a channel called Feminist Frequency on YouTube where she okay. finds uh, tropes about women in video games. You may have heard of her. Okay, I'm familiar now. Well, she, she basically said, oh, yeah, look, see? YouTubers are cannibal for the things they say. Stop attacking us. Harassment's not good. I'm like, you an attack. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, well, anyways. Um, I feel like as far as if you're a bigger YouTuber, you're constantly in the public uh, spotlight, you know. Uh, John Tron. I find you're a lot more... I think you're a lot... At that point, you're a lot, lot more accountable for what you say because more eyes are on you. More people are looking at you to lead the example. And and that's the thing is... it's would want that much spotlight to the point where like they have to think about every little thing they say. And here's the thing. Right now, we're live. Happen. Someone could slip up and say something bad, not entirely mean it. We've all said things that we regret, I'm sure. Me all the time. I mean, Dragon Dude regrets mentioning Billy the Wizard to all of us, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, I probably should. I should have just mentioned Chicken Shoot. I think I mentioned <laughs> like, the first or second podcast as well. But I should have. Like chicken up. Shoot and Billy the Wizard. Yeah, that was your doing, Dragon Dude. All, that was all you. 100%. Imagine if oh, I no. never brought up Billy the Wizard. I think you had something to say on this as far as accidentals are concerned. Yeah, well, the the main issue lies that he is the top YouTuber. He is a celebrity. He is accountable for what he says. That's first and foremost. He admitted his mistake. He did hold himself ac accountable. He knows what position he's in because uh, he, he even mentioned that he wanted to move on from his previous controversies um you know you gotta commend someone for realizing their mistake immediately and coming out and admitting to it and holding themselves accountable uh hopefully he can move on from this and continue doing what he's what he's doing uh now for people i mean this is the age of the of the internet and feminism now and you know everyone's all, all yeah it, uh, social justice warriors galore. Uh, you know, if he if he just moves on from it, it, it because of the era we're in, people will forget about it much quicker than say in the '90s, where once something like this would get out, your career's ruined. Today, it's not so much a coin flip like that. It's if you move on, then people will move on as well. Well. And it's not like he killed someone on TV, so. <laughs> you guys know Firewatch, right? That that game. Yeah. No. Yeah. So the developers behind Firewatch, they well, got let's let's one of them, one of the people at Campo Santo. Okay. Yeah. So one of the people at, who uh, worked on Firewatch uh, got so pissed at PewDiePie and what he did that he said, "I'm gonna basically copyright claim every video he's ever done on our games." And I'm going to make sure every other studio who uh, knows about what PewDiePie has done so that they can do the same. Now, I don't 
and that's their right. Witch hunt. That's no, not they have a point. For me, it's their right to say we don't want you to make money on our games. But the fact is that they're going out to all the other publishers and all the other studios to say don't play PewDiePie's games. I don't know how I feel about that. That seems like a witch hunt to me. Yeah, that's a little excessive. It's one thing if, if say, uh, one specific company is like, we heard about this, we saw this, we do not want this to represent us in any capacity. It's another thing to that's then go out and be like, hey, did you did you hear uh, what they were doing and how we're going to react to it? So do the same as us. It's, well, that's that's how the world works. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, honestly, like, what I will say to you Firewatch guys, like, say if uh, you're complaining and then you decide to call Activision, Activision, PewDiePie's this awful person. If you play, if you let, if you pay him to play your games, then uh, you're endorsing this and this and this and this, and you're the bad guy. And we'll tell the Wall Street Journal, I don't know, that that kind of shit right Yeah, now. but then it, then it, then it, you know, it's, it's their right to call up, it's, you say that the guy for, from uh, Campo Santo and, and Activision are friends, then it, they're going to talk to each other. Then it lies on the guy from Activision to for him to take the next step. It's it's going to stop somewhere or not. It's all up to the person, the in, the individual persons or companies' uh, uh, decisions when it's all said and done. You can't just say, "Oh, this started with the guys from Firewatch and getting all all pissed about or wanting to not back somebody." That's fine. If Activision then does it, then that's when it starts rolling and it's a snowball effect. It's just how these how these things work. These other these other studios can find out and formulate opinions of their own. That would be the responsible thing, wouldn't it? <laughs> that would be the responsible thing. That's the independent studio's decision. It's not your responsibility to go to the other studios at that point. Yeah, that's what you would hope would happen. Yeah, but it's not what's, what what happens. You're devaluating the other company's intelligence by saying, "Hey, you guys got to do this." Or like, hey, you know, we're smart enough to figure this on our own and make our own decisions. God damn it. You can't tell us what to do. It's not going to happen that way. I guarantee the Firewatch guys are going to contact everyone and people will take the word of face value. And, you know, it won't just be PewDiePie. And all the other streamers that use filthy language or some sort of derogatory term, every channel is going to get affected. It's going to be a chain reaction if this keeps up. But the thing is... That's watch, your, watch your tongue. Huh. And that's the thing is, you gotta sometimes watch your language when you're a big when you're a big big YouTuber. You're kind of responsible for what you say, but the thing is, on occasion things will slip. I don't sucks. go to work. I when I go to my job, I watch my tongue. I'm not gonna call my boss or 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 a client, you know, the the N word or call him an asshole or anything like that. I'm not gonna do that. If I do, I'm gonna have to live with the consequences. Even though most of the time you do want to, you do want to call a client or a customer. An of course, asset. but you're not going to do that. <laughs> exactly, because you have common sense. There, but so many people are lo uh, lacking any sort of amount of common sense these days, and it's it's one thing to say, "Oh, it was a slip of the tongue," but most of the times it should be something that you shouldn't even consider saying in the first place, in any capacity, even accidentally. Especially when it comes to something like the N-word, like, that should not be one of those words that you just accidentally say. You have I, to, like, put I, thought into me. What? I try not to swear on the podcast, but occasionally I'll let it slip. And you guys heard me swear many times on the podcast. I don't do that. You don't swear. 
No, you're, I didn't. You're, you're, you're so like myself. I, I try not to, but all the times I swear are slip-ups. But the problem is, if you notice, none of them are racial slurs. I never do that by accident because that's not my no not to do that. I say Manga Sutra Dragon, dude. Not yet. Well, this makes you <laughs> All I'm going to say is, look, I'm disappointed in PewDiePie for even using that word, even as an accident, to be honest. But I can see it was an accident. He's... Uh, made apologies for what he's done, and I hope he learns from this and doesn't do it again. Again, man, be careful. Be careful of what you do. I mean, I. And there's gonna be got it. Sorry. Oh, uh, it's alright. Um, I agree with um, with Dragon Dude. <laughs> like, yeah. he, he, it's not. First off, you know, he was live streaming that, so he probably should have just been careful with what he was saying. Um, I don't really agree with the use of the word either. <laughs> so, but this is this is one of those like weird situations you where you agree with being racist. Oh, oh my course. god, yeah, I know. This is a really weird situation just because you. So, like iDubs, for example, mm-hmm. um, he said he said he said he said the N word quite a few times on his channel, but it's with him. He's fighting for like, you know, if it's if it's offensive, you know, he's trying to take away the power from the word. I don't. I don't agree with him, but I also don't, you know, I'm not going to say he's also in the, you know, in the right. I'm more like, this is like neutral ground for me. But like what PewDiePie did was yeah, he fucked up. And I, I'm just like, if he said it on his, on his stream, it makes you wonder how he's like when he's not on camera. You yeah. know, oh, he's probably like my dad and constantly swears and says the N word. <laughs> But like I don't know, just just this whole year. So the uh, image of a typical American, I guess. <laughs> but like I mean, just this that's whole how year. you get insulted by an American. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty tired of PewDiePie. Like, if you really think about it, PewDiePie is also the reason for the apocalypse. And that's why yeah, this wasn't there that survey reasons. or something. There was a thing about how now something about claims to do with gaming. The real reason for uh, the apocalypse happened before the whole PewDiePie edginess, and it was the ISIS beheading videos. Once those got on YouTube and were discovered, then the apocalypse started. Shortly after was the PewDiePie controversy. It's easy to blame the finger at him. I thought I think, I think he's part of it, but the ISIS beheading videos came out first, and that was the reason well, for it. Yeah, he's got he ISIS certainly just ruins help. everything, don't they? <laughs> that damn ISIS! God, hate those guys. Oh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't hate everybody. I don't know, but like, this is this is just, this is just one of those things where you know, he he really shouldn't be using the word while he's streaming, while he's not streaming. It's just one of those. It's just one of those things where you shouldn't say at all, you know. But on the other side, I agree with, I agree with Idubs when he says he's trying to take power from a word, but at the same time, I still am just like it's it just shouldn't be said, you know. I, I don't like PewDiePie at all. I've never actually seen an actual video of his. And so nobody should. 
It's pretty annoying, and, honestly. And, and one thing that I find, I don't think he honestly cares because I think it was reported like a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago, that he has over nine million dollars in the bank. So I don't think he. <laughs> so I don't think he cares what he says or what happens because he's like. I have more money than I know what to do with. So even though I'm going to apologize for this thing and try to save face so I can still try to make some sort of money, I'm a fucking multimillionaire and I don't care. And so yeah, I you think you got to remember that he still has his whole life ahead of him and this could, you know, doing something like this repeatedly will ruin his oh, career, yeah. livelihood, everything. So all the money in the world can't fix your reputation. Right, and I mean, he's already lost his partnership with Disney. He's already lost the maker. That stuff. was the biggest. Fuck I don't know. Yeah, if so he's, he's lost a lot of money. He, he, yeah, he's he could be a millionaire, or no, what's the word? He's a millionaire that could be a billionaire. Uh, that's yeah. I've heard that before in certain. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't mean I don't know circles. what his personal <laughs> life is. I don't. That's like always safe today. Yeah, it always goes back to wrestling. And always. And, always. And, and I don't Too know if all of the people that at Maker are still friends with him because I know he's friends with like Markiplier and Dodger and all those guys. And I don't know if he's still friends with them or not or what they think. As far as I know, JonTron, who also had some controversy this year, is still friends with all of them too. So I don't know if it's like well, my inner my personal friend circle isn't like being like, oh, you fucked up royally and we don't want to talk to you anymore and you're an asshole and you're terrible so he's just basically like oh so these other a-holes over here that are just trying to ruin my reputation and it's not working are just so he's so he's kind of like not caring i don't know him personally i don't know what he thinks i don't like him i don't like his stuff i don't typically care the only way i hear about this stuff if it's Pointed out to me, but teenagers, teenagers going through puberty, love him. Yes, that yeah, is true. true. Yeah, but teenagers going through puberty also love Leafy, but that guy is a total ass fuck. Oh, don't even get me started on him. Yeah. I don't want to talk about him. All right, Ooh, uh, honestly, <laughs> we've talked about him on the podcast before. Yeah, okay. We've Did we we've have like a whole him. podcast where we got hijacked by Leafy talk. Yeah. <laughs> We all, we all started impersonating him and stuff, too. Uh, okay, what I can say is, uh, as far as PewDiePie is concerned, like, I never cared for his Let's Plays, like, ever. Like, I never cared for them. I personally thought he got a lot better when he started to do vlogs and other silly crap. When he became successful, I feel like at that point, he can make whatever video he wants. Okay, well, I don't have to be in it for the money. I don't have to have it as a content. And... Release it when I want, whenever I want, and whatever I want. But at that point, you gotta be responsible still, because like JD said, money is great, but it won't save your reputation. Uh, um, and I think his content was starting to get a lot better too. I was I was starting to actually enjoy some of his videos. So hey, you know he's actually not doing so bad now. Uh, he's not screaming like an idiot anymore. Good on you, man. Yeah, his audience is growing up, and so should he. Mm. Exactly. Now here's the thing. Now this, you know, like this this whole situation is just nuts. Uh, all I could say is, if you guys are on YouTube or on Twitch or you have some sort of following, I mean, you're you're free to do what you want with your content. 
I'm not going to stop you, but you got to understand there's some consequences to everything you do and everything you say. And sometimes you're going to be held accountable for it. And sometimes there will be repercussions for your actions. Any sort of profession or any sort of thing that you do. But um, I, I think um, PewDiePie made a mistake. Uh, I think he's going to have to get past it. I think he will be able to. Uh, whether he's a racist or not is aside from the point. I don't personally think he is. I just think he's an idiot. <laughs> that's, that's just my opinion. Uh, I don't think he actually is that he says. But to be honest, I think he should uh, not use that word again. Uh, that's just my opinion. I don't think he should say words like that on this. On this I have video. noticed the stigma now, that's with with the N word outside of the United States and Canada isn't yeah. the same of how we use it or how people use it in North America. It's not taken with that much regard. Uh, it's still bad, but it's not as, it's not as taboo just in my own personal True. experience. Okay, so aside from YouTube, um, another thing kind of hit some sort of weird racial issue in gaming this week, and that was the South Park the Fractured Butthole. Now, I think South Park is hilarious. I am a huge South Park fan. I've been watching South Park since I was maybe 12 years old, um, and I love it. I love the show so much. Uh, the humor is clever. It's fantastic. It pokes fun of all sides of humanity and all sorts of pop culture references. And the video game, The Stick of Truth, is fantastic. If you haven't played it, you're missing out. Trust it's, me. It's, it's bonkers, cool. but in a South Park kind of way, and that's all it's like, about it. It's the like best episode of it's South Park. It's the best season that has never been on TV. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, South Park 1 had some controversies. Uh, one of the controversies was a selectable cast. You can play as the knight, the paladin, the thief, and the Jew. Those were the four... <laughs> the four uh, <laughs> You gotta pick the Jew every time. Uh, and if you pick the thief and you end up having a black character, uh, the character Carmen says, "Of course he would be that." You know, <laughs> that's that's the game's racial jab, right? There's a scene um, that ended up getting the game banned in Australia, and that scene was uh, a boss fight where you get shrunk down to a tiny size. And you have to fight a boss fight on your parents' bed as they're having sex. Yep. You see it in the background as you're fighting the gnomes. Uh, and this is actually in the game. It's the greatest boss fight we all must go through as children. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. Um, you can't go there. You can't say that. And of course, uh, the boss fight ends with full testicles flying towards the camera, smacking your character in the face. <laughs> and that scene... So your dad's uh, testicles hit you in the face? Yeah. Most terrifying moment in games. <laughs> How about the? Wasn't there like a Nazi fetus boss in the game? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yes. that was a shudder. Uh, I just remember that was a thing. You know, like they, they try to push boundaries. Everything they do, and now it's up for the fracture, but whole even in the title, they try to push it far. Because that's the advantage of having the show's writers be that much that involved with the game is they aren't they don't hold back. Yeah. Now, do you guys remember what happened with the um, Australian release of uh, Stick of Truth? I was just saying. Oh, okay. sorry, I, I, I had to take a call. <laughs> but anyways, I, uh, him, like, I had to take a call. No worries. Fractured uh, Hole, though, they showed two clips this week. Uh, one was a boss fight against uh, 
a couple of perverted priests. Ooh. That's not breaking any new grounds. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. It's, it's, I can tell you it's pretty bad. I recommend you guys look up for a quick laugh if you like that kind of humor. Um, the other thing is they announced the character stat screen where you can uh, choose uh, your character's race and uh, you can choose his height. I don't know, like his gender or her gender or whatever. I don't know. And uh, if you pick a black character, if you pick a black character, the, became, the game becomes essentially... It becomes essentially. Yeah, you cut out. Although essential difficulty, oh, that no. sounds like beginner. If you if you pick a black character, the game becomes like ten times harder. Essentially. So it's it's basically the Undertale kill everybody mode. There's like a scroll wheel right where you go from like super white to super black, and the further you go, the more difficult it is. That's what it was like, right? That seems yeah, so the darker, right. the darker, so your, sorry. Yeah, the darker your skin, you know the more minority you get, the harder it is. So it's trying to get you not to be a plain white kid. Oh, I got a good joke coming, but you guys can do anything, that's being the least racist. It's encouraging you to not be white. And it also encourages multiple playthroughs because if you want to try and beat it on each difficulty. You gotta be a different character. You gotta experience got, life in another person. Uh, you gotta experience life in another person's all. shoes. <laughs> All right, I think, I'm uh, curious. We, we kind of started a political debate in our live chat, so um, bringing such a touchy issue to the, the podcast with racial issues in gaming and YouTube and whatnot. Uh, but no, like sometimes um, people on the outside of gaming, they, they view gaming as a hobby and they see the negatives and they like to paint all of gaming in general with a brush like, oh, look, see, this is what video games do. And... I think sometimes there's a good time for parody, and that's what South Park does. It's, it's parody, you know? Um, and then there's PewDiePie has been doing. And um, I think it, 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 it's a complicated issue, you know? So it's a, I think it's a really complicated issue, but I think with South Park, it's just cheap, silly laughs. It's going to be an all-around great time, and the game looks like it's going to be fantastic. So I recommend you all buy the South Park Fracture Butthole. Will it come out on the Nintendo Switch? <laughs> I would like to see that, but I highly doubt it. I think <laughs> I don't think oh, Nintendo the writers would have a field day trying to figure out what the amiibo. Well, would do there. a Nintendo, well, a, a South Park games already came come out on a Nintendo console. But yeah, we don't talk about the N sixty four games. Not the N sixty four ones. Don't they're terrible. <laughs> Wait, did uh, Chef's um, oh, God, Love Shack? Yeah, did that come out on the N sixty four also? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it did. That one's on the uh, South Park Rally and South Park, which is the, just the first-person shooter, which is basically Turok with South Park characters. Is it the one where you throw snowballs yeah, at turkey? Snowball. Yeah. Yes. You throw snowballs at dinosaurs. It's Turok. Oh, that's, God. That's, it's basically Turok with South Park characters. Oh my god! I could just like imagine if they make if they make it on the Switch, they have like a DLC that I don't know and. Taking the piss out of Nintendo. Probably. And that does we, sound like the most patriotic thing you could do. No, self uh Shack's Love or uh Chef's Love Shack also came out on the N sixty four. It came out on the Dreamcast NPC as well as the PlayStation. Damn the Dreamcast. Remember. That's an Yep. Got it on the Dreamcast though. Never I wasn't too certain if it was on the N sixty four. Sonic parody not included. What? 
I don't know. There, there must have been a Sonic parody in there somewhere if it was on the Dreamcast. And maybe an extra, like, comment or something thrown in. Uh, I was going to do something. Oh, so if you're thinking about playing the Fractured Butthole, it doesn't matter if you're black or white. Don't go there. Please. But it was right there. Stop with the song lyrics. When you stop reading your book, I'll stop with my shtick, okay? We all oh, have I guess, one. It's time, I guess it's time to read from the book. Somebody pick a page. Wait, before you read from the book, it should be noted that the NES Mini is not available in Quebec. Because it yeah, does not include a French menu or anything. Yeah. So it is Quebec, in Quebec sucks. Who wants to go to Quebec? <laughs> I do. I'm from Quebec, thank you. Um, but you don't live there. You live in Hamilton or whatever. Yes, I do live in Hamilton. Why would you move from Quebec to Hamilton? Because, because Hamilton's I moved, better than Quebec. Things are available. <laughs> because I moved from Quebec to New Brun to Toronto, back to Quebec, back to to Fredericton, New Brunswick, to Nova Scotia, to Toronto, back to Nova Scotia, from Nova Scotia to Hamilton. That's why I moved to Hamilton. That doesn't sound like a reason. That just sounds like a life story. <laughs> that sounds like that was a very interesting travelogue. Tabernacle. <laughs> Should have oh, just stayed yeah. in New Brunswick. I like New Brunswick. Somebody, somebody, pick a page. One seventy four. Guys, hold on, hold on. The no, no, no. We, we asked the live chat what page. So, guys, uh, what chat? What page number? And not page sixty nine. Anything except for page sixty nine. One seventy four. <laughs> page to the number. Okay, I'll do what? an initial okay. reading from page one seventy four. Wait, what's Kyrie Singh's okay, birthday? I'll pick that number. <laughs> Which, which, so what number? <laughs> All right, 174. Do 174. Okay. One from the chat. Uh, oh, it's boring. They're just eating dinner. Oh. All right, then pick oh, another page. Okay. Uh, Anybody shout out another 34. number? Page, do page, page nine. Because she was born in September. 34. We have a request. <laughs> okay, request for which page? Page 34. nine. Kyrie Sanders. September. Okay, just one second. <laughs> Do you remember? Thank you, Spike Martinez, for the comment. So, page 34, we have. Oh, this is even worse. <laughs> oh, for two. Right. Well, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm going to take a shower now. Oh, okay. Your son, Grin. For some reason, they have a speech bubble. This is Grin. Are you smiling? Like. <laughs> Oh, wait, I can do this. Oh, yeah, right. it's been so long. I'll come too quickly. I know what to do. And he's looking at his hand. There you go. Oh, wait, show the picture. <laughs> show, show the picture. Show the book. Oh, yeah. He knows what to do. <laughs> I, All I five fingers like will be used there. Some light energy. Just like, the book you is know. Uh, we got a comment Spike oh my god! And then his like wife is watching a porn or something. Oh, that's that's great. Are you sure there's not any somebody that's like so knocking on the door? This podcast will be demonetized now. Great. It sounds no! like it's like, should have just talked about the May Young Classic, like I said. Yeah, <laughs> you know stop bringing that up. I'm it's gonna, not going to happen. I'm gonna money on the shit. Okay. Stop so, trying to make wrestling happen. It's not going to happen. It won't. It will always Brad happen. Zero. You will provide. What? The private princess, your full attention. Brad Zero, yes. what, do you, what do you think princess. about um, what do you think about uh, South Park, the fractured butthole? Are you excited for the game? 
Uh, I just think it's, I guess, more, uh, you know, like more titles that we can choose from, but I never played the first one, so I'll just take y'all's word for it that it's good. Uh, maybe I'll give it a shot this time around. Awesome. The new season starts tonight. The new season oh, starts that's going to be a hell of a season tonight. premiere. Actually, it probably started already. Yeah, it was actually, it's actually okay, over now. Guys, I'm a software fan. Suck balls. Season 20 was terrible. So please, for the love of God, make season 21 really good. Just haven't they, good. like sorry? Haven't they been making it like uh, a continuous story instead of like uh, yeah. different stories every episode? Yes. yes, except last time they fucked up on the writing really badly. Essentially, they wrote the stories if Hillary would, would win president, and they had the story set up that way. But in real life, it didn't happen that way, so they had to <laughs> completely scrap their story and then rewrite it halfway and have a hodgepodge. So halfway, the plot makes zero sense and ended up just being a giant mess. And the jokes ended up just not being funny and ended up being stale. And they it's really drag on a joke. It was great, though. They didn't get screwed over by Trump winning because they weren't expecting that. Nobody yeah. was expecting it except half of America. <laughs> but then didn't they – wasn't there, like, something like when Obama won the election in, in 2008, they put together that episode in, like, a few days? Yeah, well, they do every episode in a week. Ooh. Yeah, they, they do it. They do it, like, instantly. But that, here's that's the thing that sucks about doing a whole season with one plot, is if it's got to be current, if it's got to be something that's happening within a week and relatively funny, but having a whole season planned out from the get-go, having one theme, that kind of defeats the purpose, because what is something in real life changes, and it fucks up your whole season. South Park works as individual episodes a lot better. On the occasion, have a two or three parter. Sure, that's fine, but not a whole season. That's just yeah, like Imagination Land, or like the Coon trilogy. Yeah, or, or like, uh, uh, or like um, Game of Thrones, the Game of Thrones. Or, yeah, like a theme that they do like an entire episode on, and then it it recurs every few years. So like, if they did more of the, uh, what was like that anime themed adventure thing with? Uh, uh, like, uh, good time with weapons. Good time with yeah. weapons. Yeah. So if they did more of that, and they had the return of. Uh, was like that the, the entire sort of story with butters in that episode just yeah it's chaos and he gets the ninja star in the eye then he gets peed on by the dogs hilarious let's see how you like dealing with me uh, abby you're all staticky oh i don't know why i'm sorry um, all right as i was gonna say uh tonight's episode was about um the whole um, con- Confederate flag stuff mm-hmm. and, and oh, really? yeah. Wait, wait. So, is it already out this season? Yeah, it came out. Uh, it came, it started tonight at ten, and it's now ten thirty. So, it's and they had a preview. Oh shit! No spoilers. No spoilers. I actually want to watch. Well, the whole was in the preview, right? The, the preview. Yeah, this right now, I, I so TNG can catch up. Because for me, I enjoy self art watching it blind. I know nothing before I watch the episode. I don't even watch the previews, so I'm excited. Spoil it! Spoil it! I mean, don't I say it. it yet. <laughs> I know, I'm joking. We can always talk about the main class. The more you say it, the more you know it's true. No. <laughs> Come on, dragon dude, just believe. Believe in the private princess. 
What are you no. talking about? Wrestling. Don't don't even yeah. don't don't ask that question, please. Check his Twitter. What? I said JD should check his Twitter. Ooh, what's on his Twitter? Oh no! I don't know. Dirty stuff. Gonna probably. be a dick picture. Spoil it. Why is that a common occurrence? <laughs> For me, it is. I mean, I put a lot. I, put a, I retweet a bunch of hot girls in cosplay. What is this random uh, gaming plus? Oh, to get, it's just RGP. a picture of a hurricane rana. All right. Okay. Every picture RGP like posts in our Discord is always like, "Hey, look at my dead or alive screenshot," and it's like boobs everywhere. I'm like, but I mean that is that that is what you should expect from dead or alive boobs. Hey, Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar is going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be a good match. I can't wait to see some tables get broken. Oh, yeah. I can. <laughs> Has anybody seen this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's missing yeah. all his chest hair. What? Mario and Andy got rid of his tribal image link do you think I posted earlier? I saw that, actually. Coming is that real? So that, uh, oh, it's or it's supposed to be like a meme edition. Uh, Rab, what were you saying? No, I was just asking if that's true or is it just some sort of like meme going on right now? No, that's, that's true. true. That's, that's, from the, it's, that's from it's the Mario in, uh, Odyssey trailer. Yeah, from yeah, the, from, from the uh, Yeah, from the direct. And it's, you can, uh, cus you can customize Mario's clothes. Yeah. <laughs> First you can give him just a peach Italian dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like me. No, just... no, put him in a little... He's Italian he doesn't have a ton of chest hair. He's not actually Italian anymore. <laughs> that's true. You gotta have like arm hair and all that shit. Yeah, he's gotta. He's just gotta be from from neck to uh, to the Big bottom toe. of his scrotum, just filled with deep black <laughs> hair. <laughs> Thanks for that. Image. Why to the scrotum? Well, because what? Italian men how many more to say? probably oh, shave their legs. Katie, <laughs> what I want to know is how many naked Italian men have you seen? That you really? I've been to Europe. I've lived in Europe. I've I've oh, seen I've seen some things. God damn you guys! <laughs> seen some things. I I, I kind of miss this. You kind of miss going what, to Europe. The podcast going to. I kind of miss the subversiveness. <laughs> or or is it you kind of miss talking about Italian men and their and their body hair? No, I missed hassling oh, you. As an Italian man, I I take offense to this. You're not Italian. I, you're Canadian. I'm Italian Canadian, so shut up. <laughs> no, you're Canadian Italian. If we talk about the the uh, nationality politics, we'll be here all night. It's not politics. Where were you born? That country. That's where you. That's who you are. That's where you're from. Exactly. I'm American. I don't say I'm German American. Wow. America. Oh. I'm American over here. I live in Canada now. I don't call myself Canadian because I was born yes, in America. America. Fuck yeah. I'm born in the USA. <laughs> You on a visa, eh? Oh, Josh, come on, man. American, I don't know it's a stretch in What is this podcast? Anyways, huh? So, I favorite competitor in the May Young Classic? No! <laughs> Abby, what do you no. got? Okay. What do you got? I don't think I did um, all these wrestling jokes, so I got to bounce. <laughs> I got things to Josh, do. Josh, you didn't tell me your favorite wrestler from the May Young Classic. Bounce. I... I'm assuming the one that you like because I'm not as into wrestling. I know some of the in jokes, but I'm not, not Shayna say Baszler. Anything. That's my favorite. Not Shayna Baszler. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is uh, the John Cena prank call stuff. John Cena. Dun -dun 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 -dun. <laughs> he unfortunately has to have a match with Roman Reigns. Well, that's yeah. Not I don't know. I don't, I don't know wrestling. 
Rad Zero here is our wrestling expert. Well, Rad you guys, yeah, you guys talk amongst it. yourselves, and I'm going to call it a night. But thank you guys for having me. And no worries. Uh, the podcast is officially done. Able to, uh... <laughs> oh, great. So oh, you guys will be able to follow me on Twitter. Most important topic. I just want to say this is the final episode of the PNG. Ah, too close. I'm joking. Too close. A little too close. Um, all right. Uh, close-up animals of a wide-angle lens. South Park joke. So, guys, thank you all for coming on the, the PNG podcast. Uh, not in that way. What did we do to the podcast? Beat you to it, Dragon Dude. I said not in that way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Your mic's pretty bad, so I didn't hear that. Uh, domo arigato, Mr. Roboto. Okay. And- all right. Sorry. Josh, stop it. I see. I know what you're going to do. I know you're going to continue the song. Is Kyrie no, Irving actually going to be on the cover of NBA 2K18 in a Cavaliers jersey? So, guys, I figured I'd end the show with the mic in my hand like I'm some sort of news reporter. Thank you guys for coming to the show. It's been a wonderful evening tonight, and I think we have a great cast tonight. And we're going to say our goodbyes, do our shameless shout-outs, starting with you, Rad Zero. Rad Zero, same bye for the evening. Thank you for having me again, PNG. If you like wrestling and gaming, come check out my channel on YouTube, Rad Zero. Y'all have a good night. Awesome. Here we have Josh. Since he's got to go, we might as well. Uh, uh, Josh, oh, how nice of you. Sing uh, us a song. Well, you guys. Sing us the song, you're the singer. You're the Spider Man. No. Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter at JCLexicon. Uh, you can also. Check out my written work over on the blog Dominionated. I've written a bunch of uh, music reviews over there. The most recent stuff has been the uh, new Pierre Quenders album and the new Always album last week. So go ahead and check those out and a bunch of other uh, great writers over there. And uh, if you want to check out the latest episode of the podcast I'm on, Living Room Clutter, we had episode 102 last week. So that's up over on dayspace.com where this podcast is. And uh, I laughed way too much for my own good tonight. So uh, everybody have a good night. And maybe I'll be back on again soon. Who knows? Take it easy. Thank, thank you for coming on the show, Josh. My it's pleasure. honor to have you on the show again. Uh, Dragon Dude. Yep. Uh, you can, you can uh, check out my YouTube channel. I've been trying to post more content lately, but... Uh, not so much is coming out. I've been putting more effort into my website as well, which is uh, just Dragon Dude Collecting uh, on WordPress. Uh, I recently made a post about uh, starting out on YouTube and running a smaller YouTube channel and what it's like. Uh, so go check out that article if you're interested. Uh, and yep, that's it. Good night. Awesome. Also, really loving your blog, by the way, uh, Dragon Dude. So keep it up. Thank you. Awesome. Uh, JD. Yeah. Uh, run the YouTube channel Moose and Spiel. Also, heavily involved with a podcast I started up called the Red Leaf Retrocast, where we do uh, retro gaming, modern gaming, anime of all kinds. So if you like any of those things, come check us out. We're on iTunes, at Google Play, every Stitcher, everything. So. And what if you hate all three of those things? You hate everything? There's already a YouTube channel for that. Hello, I'm I hate everything and I really hate minions. That's my YouTube channel. Why do people like them? I love that channel by the way. I hate everything is one of my favorites. It's, it's such a good channel. All right, uh, thank you JD for coming on the show. Um, oh, you're welcome. Also, I'm glad for you to have me. 
Fighting Frogs Ultra. <laughs> and what you do. Hello. So um, I also have a YouTube channel. It's called Fighting Frogs Ultra. You could uh, check us out if you want. We are a we're a let's play channel, but we also do a little bit of everything else. We have some sketch. We have like uh, one sketch comedy video up right now. Um, we're also still trying to figure out what we want to do, how we want to do things. So we'll just be uploading all kinds of different kind in different content uh, for a little while. But right as of right now, we post at least at least three videos a week. Um, yeah, uh, like just today, we we uh, we're playing. Uh, we started Dream Daddy, a dad dating simulator today. Oh, the Game <laughs> made that game. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah. Um, it's pretty pretty fun. Oh, I, I heard of that game. I've, I've seen people playing that. So yeah, we, we play you know we play new stuff, old stuff. Um, can't wait to play uh, South Park, Fractured Butthole, and Cuphead coming out pretty soon. And yeah, yeah. if you want to watch some let's plays, just uh, and two guys sit on a couch and talk shit, <laughs> just watch us. Awesome. Also, he's got gay porn on his channel, so check that out. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. We also do uh, gay porn reenactments. <laughs> check that out if you if that's your thing. <laughs> um, and thanks again, PNG, for having me on the uh, podcast. I have one question for you. Uh, how many yeah. times do you have to particularly watch that gay porn to kind of reenact it to know it well enough to do your video? Because <laughs> he's, he's, he's so much of a man and comfortable with other men that he's able to pull off something so stupendous. Yeah, I mean, we also we didn't we didn't reenact too much. We only reenacted um, about like a minute, a minute and twenty seconds of the video. So what, just like the dialogue how, with the. Opening, how about you reenact not in front of my salad? I, right actually, actually, that's that's something we were actually working on right now. <laughs> uh, you can find it on their new website, meatspin.com. We'll search <laughs> yeah. it. Have fun. Well, uh, it's also yeah. it's also on Lemon Party. Oh, you can go at mudfall.com. Uh, trust um, me. And, and on Tub Girl also. Two girls, one cup.com. Have fun. <laughs> happening? All right. Uh, Abby, uh, your turn. Um, I don't have a YouTube channel, it does not exist. It's a lie. Um, I stream on Twitch because that's where real money is at. Quote unquote money. Um, I'm all. Um, I'm also trying to start up a wrestling podcast as well as being a mod on a wrestling forum. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Thank you for coming on the show, GLaDOS. <laughs> I like the robot voice. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to do it. Okay. Uh, just a quick thing. I just linked um, the original part of the gay porn that we reenacted in the chat. Oh or, my god. In this chat. <laughs> Well, you got to know the reference material to get the parody. I understand. We should all yeah, watch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's all uh, collectively watch gay porn now as we uh, end this video. New next react video. You you guys uh, do that. Uh, a bunch of a bunch of YouTubers watch gay porn. React. That's video. already done. <laughs> I love the YouTube. That has been done. That would that would get so many views on YouTube. You have no idea. We'd all be famous. We'd all be famous, rolling in money. Uh, also, we have a really funny comment. PNG is from Cleveland. You know, I'm not sure where you get your information. Uh, I'm not from Cleveland, but no, guess who is from Cleveland? 
Guess who is from Cleveland? Dayspace, the fine folks that host our podcast. Thank you, Dayspace, for making our podcast available on iTunes and Google Music, where you can download the PNG podcast on the go. You can listen to it on your iPod while sitting on the toilet, going for a jog, or even driving around in your girlfriend's car. Don't. Holy okay. shit. I didn't know this was that official. Dave, the guy who owns Dayspace, he's a fantastic human being. Everyone, um, tag at Dayspace and say, uh, PNG says you're a fantastic human being on Twitter. And then send him a link to uh, Fighting Frog's gay porn video. <laughs> you got with, it. With zero oh, no. context. Right. <laughs> God, this was the day that PNG lost his his sponsorship. Right, yeah. and day space. Day space. <laughs> and and <laughs> end up his <laughs> hashtag private prince. Do not tell Dave. Oh, Josh. <laughs> Wait, is it at is it at Dave Day Space Surrey? No, D A D A C E. You're an amazing and person space. at PNG. Loves you so much. Oh, he's going to kill me. He's going to kill me. Like I said, this is the day your sponsorship ends. Now, do you want, to send, do you want me to send him my video or the, ori the original source? Send your video. Send your That's video. My video? You. That's right. Right. It's already uh, done. Josh, how do, you think, how do you think Dave would react? Sent. Uh, you know, I don't, and I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> I think that's good like, to end on. What PNG? What is this? Why did you send me this? Come on, PNG. Come on, what? I leave. Like that. Not that kind of come on, dragon dude. You get your mind out of the gutter. Wait, wait come, come on, me? What? Huh? I'm a pure come mind. On. I just did what I was told. And and that is how dragon dude got banned from and the now PNG podcast. And now you do what they told you. <laughs> okay, um, freaking Rage Against the Machine over here. Uh, what a terrible band. Do what you tell me. Thanks for coming to the podcast, hey. everybody.